Welcome to the 10 Minutes Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Grail, and I'm seeing the Kangaroo Motorsports Studio with Adam Nilsson because we are back. We're, oh, that's right. We haven't gone for a while, haven't we? You've been gone quite a while. Yeah. You've been busy. Yeah. You had a kid. Yeah. Then life. I've been back since the kid. Yeah, once. That's probably true. Yeah. I think that's accurate. You've been busy. I have been busy. It happens. Yeah. This week, but we're I thought we're was going to be even worse than it was because we had- A derecho. Yeah, round two of the <laughs> derecho roll through here, and that this one dropped. Uh, the last report I saw was five confirmed tornadoes with the possibility of adding a few more as they were analyzing their data. Yep. Which is wild. And they, they actually categorized it as a derecho. Yeah. Which would make sense because it was like a thin line of storms that went the entire length of the state and just kind of came blew through. So, so weird, man. It was 75 degrees here on Wednesday in Iowa in the middle of December. The weirder thing for me was that it was 75 when I got off of work. Yeah. At like 3.30. Right. Came home. No, no, tried to go to the gym. Yeah. But that everything closed at three. Yeah. Because there was were, they PTSD thought, from they the last three. We were going to die. Yeah. They thought the world is ending. Let's just go home. Yeah. So I went to the grocery store and then went home. So, you know, home at like 4 30. Still like right. 70 degrees. Yeah. And by the time Jess got home from work at like 11 or midnight, isn't that kind of where uh, her hours are at right now? she get back? It wasn't quite that late, but she was, she was later. Okay. And it was like 30 degrees. Yeah. It, <laughs> in like a matter of a few hours, that storm, like, no, it was like eight. She was back at like eight. So yeah, so like four hours. It went from like seventy five to like thirty. Up in Dalton's neck of the woods, yep. it went from seventy seventy five degrees to tornadoes to a half an inch of snow <laughs> in the span of like two or three hours. It's insane. And then when they woke up the next morning, sheet ice all of the roads just sheet ice. Yikes! I'm like. On Wednesday, I'm, like, we're working, right? And yeah. I'm like running around in a t-shirt and sweating. And I said to my coworker, I'm like, this isn't supposed to happen. No. I'm outside in December in a short sleeve t-shirt and I'm sweating. Like, I'm mad that I don't have any bottles of water on my truck. Like, I don't <laughs> keep, bo- like, normally I have a cooler in my truck yes. all the time and it's got water in it. The, the company buys, like, Literally pallets. pallets of water at a time. And in the winter, we go through like a pallet. And in the summer, we go through like a pallet a week or more. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right? And so like I don't – but in the winter, I don't even keep that in my truck because I don't want it to freeze. Of course. And I was pissed I didn't have any. I was fucking dying, <laughs> dude. It was hot. Legitimately warm. Yes. I I was so confused. It's, it's the it's, weirdest. Derecho's are real. I don't remember them growing up. No, it's not been. I mean, I, I remember after the after the one we had almost two years ago now. Um, that was only a year ago. Well, a year, year and, and a half. half. Yeah, a year and a yeah. half. Yeah. So uh, I remember kind of reading up on them because I had never heard of such a thing. Right. And like they said, like it's been a thing, but it's not a common thing. And they've never been as widespread as like the one we had last year or even this one this time. Because this one, like, my parents live two hours south of here yep. in Missouri, and my dad lost power to the places he works. He had to be on standby at those facilities while they waited for power to come back. And, um, you know, like there's some people in a group chat I'm in from like the Wichita, Kansas area that had real heavy, strong winds. Mm-hmm. Like that's a long ways away, man. <laughs> yep. Or the weird thing was someone posted on our, our neighborhood thing. They're like, is someone 
Someone burning something? Like it smells like smoke oh, outside. Yeah. Like, no, no. It's because there's a fire in Kansas. In Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah. It's like three hours from yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> one of my one of my Facebook friends posted a picture of his car in the driveway, like with a layer of ash on it. Jeez. From the fire in Kansas City. He lives here in Des Moines. Like on the east side. That's crazy. Wild. The weather's weird, man. <laughs> it's a weird year. Yeah. There's that. I saw some meme about like uh, some something about like kids talking about what they're gonna be when they grow up. Man, it's seventy degrees in December. You're not growing up, I'm like <laughs> right? Yeah, I accept that. <laughs> no longer planning for the future. <laughs> A natural disaster will take me. Oh, for sure, dude. We're just we're on. I mean, it gets progressively worse. Uh-huh. There was some report. I didn't read it, but I kind of saw the title and, and skimmed the title but didn't click on it or read it but talking about how like uh some meteorologists at this point have basically said that we don't have a severe storm season anymore no we really don't that like you know that used to be like kind of like uh from march april through like early july say yeah yeah june july-ish and then we kind of taper off again and then, you know, blizzards, I don't really even know that I count those as severe No, weather. Not in the, but, sa- not in the same context. Right. Not like a derecho or a tornado. Right. Or even like a strong thunderstorm. But, like, that that's not a thing anymore. Nope. I was standing in my front yard recording lightning on Wednesday <laughs> night. Like, what is happening? Mid, Mid-December. <sighs> yep. Wild. Absolutely insane. Yeah. So, uh... Before we jump into this, I got a package in the mail today. Oh, before we do that, though, uh-huh. I do want to thank a handful of people, listeners oh. that uh, Ooh. that used our code. Yes. And they bought pit scooters because they're planning ahead for next year already. Hell yeah. So if you were one of those that uh, got a pit scooter already using our code, 10 tenths, I appreciate it. Um, if you haven't yet, you are missing out. You should use it because you have two weeks. Yeah, this will basically be the last show that you'll yeah. be able to use it before the code expires. Yeah, we're going to end the show by saying we'll see you next week, but we probably it's won't. Christmas, so... Yeah, I already know that I'm. it's, it's going to be tough next yeah. week. Deal with it. I, yeah. don't, I don't know, free podcast. Yeah, what do you want? But if me? he wants to come back in 2022, you should buy a scooter. Yeah, you know? there you go. Uh, techbosscompany.com, T-E-K-B-O-S-S, company.com. Use the code 10 tenths. Um, you get electric scooters, electric dirt bikes, little ATVs for the children, gas-powered... Uh, scooters as well they're yep. super fun i won't be able to go to a track without one ever again yeah pretty much i have been like even just the the 48 volt 600 watt free ride that's perfect that's that's it's that's my one. jam that's what it's i need the one i had people ask me this week about it and i said this this is the one i use this is my favorite it's the best balance between price and performance yes i was like you can get faster ones you can get bigger ones you can get smaller ones and slower ones this one this one is my I'm Goldilocks, and this is my porridge. Right, exactly. It's perfect. Yep, my free ride. I like it a lot. So, yeah, if you want to get your own, Uh, techbosscompany.com. Oh, I got to open this. All right. Yeah, so I'm going to preface this real quick. Uh, I got Katie texts me, and she goes, what'd you get from Amazon? It's really heavy. I was like, I haven't ordered anything from Amazon. Okay. All right. Uh, And she said... Well, you got something like okay, and like it's Christmas season, you know. So it's, I was like, okay, well, maybe somebody sent that aunt. The that you fam- don't talk to yeah, her. yeah, somebody sent the family something. I don't know. So I call her and I said, open it, but like not near Logan. 
Okay. Oh yeah, good call. Just in case, I wouldn't even think just of in that. case it's a present. Like, open it up, see what it is. But if it's for the kid, like we don't want him to see it yet. Okay. So open it away from him. So she she opens it, and just busts out laughing. Okay. Good, good sign, I guess. And I was like, what? Like, what is going on? Like, I had to ask her three or four times before she would finally like calm down enough to tell me what was happening. And so it, I want Robbie has not seen what it is because I kind of want to know if there's something. Uh, that he knew if he knew was in on this. Were you in on this? <laughs> Were you in on this? Not directly. Okay, so somebody sent me two, like of the gas station or Walmart. Walmart. They're like, co- no, they're that's Costco size. But no, they're like the bo- display boxes. Yes. That like you put on the shelf and then rip the top off so that people can grab one to buy of payday bars <laughs> and did not claim it. So there's there's twenty four in each, each of box. Those. And there's two so you have forty eight <laughs> yes. paydays. Yeah. And they did not claim who because it has my name on the address on the shipping label. Yes. And there wasn't like a note in there like, here's your gift, ha ha ha. Happy holidays from your there's favorite no, listener. There's insert no, name here. There's no gift receipt. I have no idea who sent those to me. I, 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 so do you know? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Do you, okay. It, I, I was assuming that you were in on this. I'm not oh, completely in on it. I I like you just don't even ask what's happening. Like maybe I should, you know. Well, for the it, better it, of his it, I, for, I, of his family's safety. No, it's this this person wouldn't do that if I. Oh, it was James. Oh, <laughs> okay. That's why I didn't even question it. Okay, because yeah, he texted me the other day and asked for your address, and I just responded with because I was in the middle of whatever I was doing. I sent the address and like moved on and never All even right, thought I'll, about I'll, it. Has, it's got, that's what that's what that has to be. Okay, I'll text James after the show and verify. <laughs> but if it wasn't James, it was actually you, dear listener. I guess DM me. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was James. Slide from into Kangle my DMs because yeah. I want to know. I'm excited about it. That's nice. I fucking love paydays. I'm kind of jealous. I didn't get any candy. You don't know that. <laughs> I, well, yours already showed up. I it didn't get any. Well, maybe yours was harder to get. That they had on the shelf. Yours they probably don't. Yeah, that's true. I do like the like high chews and random like Asian candies. Well, no, I'm saying you probably like stuff that other people actually like. <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of wondered that's if a, it was Scott Robertson. I could see that. Like, that's why I was wondering if you were in on it. No, not this one. Okay, I'm. I'm I think it's James, just because he asked for your address recently. Okay. If it isn't, though, you have more stuff coming. Apparently. All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> that's awesome. Jesus Christ. Well, I mean, you got 48 days worth of paydays. I'm not mad about it. No, that's good. What so, a nice gift. I know, right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> Hilarious. Haters going to hate. So, anyway, I did a thing. Yeah, so we, I don't, went have, to a we don't have an opener this weekend. No, we're just, I don't. We're just diving into it. Well, yeah, it's Friday. Yeah, nor- normally our opener is presented by Fact Fabrication, our buddy Booney, the uh, awesome Booney that makes whatever you want. If you want to get caged, railed, Fact Fabrication. I know a couple people have asked me about him doing cages for their cars. And I have told them just to get in contact with him because I don't speak on his behalf. But when you do talk to him, you just go 10 tenths. <laughs> 10 tenths is the discount code. 
Jesus Christ. I don't know if there is a code. There's definitely not a discount. It's not a discount. It's definitely not a discount, but you can use the code 10 tenths for all of your custom fabrication needs, whether it be furniture, your cage in your GLTC car, or whatever it is that you need. Cage D2, GLTC ready. Oh, is that? I'm so (laughs) sick of seeing that in literally every for sale ad on the planet. It's just a cage and a detune away from GLTC. Fuck off. It's fucking hilarious, though. Jesus. Yes, that is how everyone's trying to sell cars these days. It's insane. Uh, Yes. It's hilarious. So good luck if you want to get into GLTC because everyone's just caging their cars and detuning them and you're in. It's going to be a mess. Yeah. Yeah. But thanks to Booney and Fact Fabrication and Fact Fabrication Racing... I will not probably be at hardly any of them. So whatever. Works out for me. Are you allowed to talk about what's happening yet? No. God damn it. <laughs> uh, <but> if, you, <sighs> if you want to find out when we announce it, it will be on Factor Fabrication Racing on Instagram. Is that a thing? Yeah. Do I follow that? I don't think no, I do. I think you do. I open my Instagram like never. Yep. We haven't posted much. Because it's been there's kinda, not much to post. It's been kind of quiet. We're doing some work next week on the car. Yeah. Getting stuff ready teams getting together stuff like that factfabrication.com use code 10 tens oh i am following it don't worry guys i figured you were supporting my friends that were harassing us publicly on the you know, in the comment section definitely not because that would require me to open my instagram that's fair and i don't do that yeah like ever i haven't posted on instagram in two months i realized that the other day i was like the last time I posted was for, a, on yours or for per- personal. Oh, my, okay. my personal Instagram, I posted a picture of the Z from the Road America event at the end of October. I haven't touched it since. I need a break from people. Okay? I'm so tired of social media and the things that it requires me to do. Anyone that listens to this show and follows us on social media is fully aware that we both <laughs> are not active on social us. media. <laughs> Groups, man. That's, oh, excuse me. That's it. Yep. I have a couple of group messages and oh, some direct Jesus. messages with friends. And that's kind of where it stopped. I've, You know that... In the, like September, I kind of get that burnout feeling, and I need yeah. to just like step away. Yeah, I still have that feeling hard this year. I'm enjoy like it's not just the car. I, I've I've enjoyed working on the car quietly by myself. Right. I just completely took a step back from like talking about it publicly besides the podcast. Right. Like Instagram. Nah, I'll scroll for like a little bit and then put it away. Just need yeah. that break, man. I don't. I just don't care. Anymore. Drags it drags me down. I got so much shit going on. I unfollowed almost 200 people the other Woof. on Instagram the other day. I, I don't even know if I follow that many people to begin I with. I think that was the problem, is I was following like 1,200-something people or right. companies and all that right. shit. So I went through and unfollowed like 200 of them. That helped a lot. But I still don't care Jeez. enough to post about what I've been up to. Yeah, that's fine. But what I've been up to. You went to PRI last I did weekend. Go to P- you bailed on me. I couldn't be bothered. You bailed on me. I didn't just no, you bail bailed on, on you. you. I bailed, bailed on everybody. Well, you bailed on me. I did bail on you. You bailed on me. Oh, that's true. I don't care about the rest of them. No, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't care about them either. So, Booty bailed on all of us first. Yep. And that was when the, that was the domino effect. Yeah. I, I bailed shortly thereafter. It had nothing to do with the fact that I thought I had COVID. I figured. I, I just didn't want to go. That was a good cop out. I, I, like, ah. I was like, he knows he's not sick. He ah. just. Decided he didn't want to go. You guys were like, are you, are you going to are you going to PRI? I was like, I'm sick. Yeah, whatever. 
Also, like to note, none of us got sick, Robbie. What's up? Bullshit. Someone got sick. Nobody that I know, I have not seen a single post about the PRI flu yet. And nobody that I know... I could have swore I saw something posted. ...that went has been sick yet. And, uh, Maybe on Track Midwest somebody posted? Very few masks in sight. I figured there'd be no masks. There was not that. Like, it was less... It was busy. Don't get me wrong. Of course. Um, I think busier than than what SEMA looked like as compared to other SEMA looks downright dead this yeah. year. We'll use Dalton's terrible picture as a reference It's got nothing to do with it. just people standing around and, like... So thanks for this terrible picture, Dalton. <laughs> Yeah, if you're on, if you're watching YouTube, you can kind of see that there's a picture with some people standing around. Yeah, so I mean, it was there was uh, so you know, like in years past, there's the two big main halls. Yes, and then there's the hallways around them, and then there's like those littler halls off to the sides. Yes, like normally there's say four or five of those that have stuff in them. The the, the side halls, the small ones. Like yeah, 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 yeah. This year there was only one or two. Okay. I mean, they still had a thousand vendors. Yeah. So I something about somebody said or some I heard or something about like maybe twenty percent down on what they had in years past. I'm not surprised um, by that. So like the back corner uh, where the two halls meet, that's kind of where all the manufacturing stuff is. It's like the where they always machining have like centers, machining yeah. and the CNCs and machines and stuff like that. That there was like a big opening in the back corner there. Okay. That nothing ever filled in. Yeah. Okay, I, that would make sense. Yeah, I figured it'd be maybe not a down year, but I figured it'd be yeah a little bit less than one hundred percent. They did a good job of like uh, filling in blank spots. Like so, there you wouldn't be like walking down an aisle and be like booth, 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 blank space, booth, 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 blanks. You know they yeah. they they did a good job of not making it look like there were holes. Yeah, or just like. Give everybody a little extra room. Yeah, I don't know if they what they changed or you know if they said, "Hey, we're going to move you to this booth now instead" or whatever. Well, that's good. But yeah, it was good. Um, uh, so talk about the show first, then we'll talk about the shenanigans. Uh, How did you get there? I feel like that's a story within itself. So we were going to take the edge or my pickup. Right. So we, but I was sick. We talked about this at length. Yeah. I was sick. <laughs> we talked about this at length. Um, most of us are terrible adults. And by us, I mean my, like our, our, our immediate my group friends. of yes. immediate friends that I do this stuff with. So like, uh, you know, I have the van, but I couldn't take it away from Katie. No, probably not a good choice. No. And uh, I haven't, like, even sat in the blazer. The last time I drove the blazer was when I Ooh. was the Monday after we got back from Heartland Park. It's been when a I went to work that morning. That's the last time I've driven the blazer. It's sitting in my work parking lot. <laughs> it hasn't moved since. Battery is dead as a doornail. All right. Yeah. So. It work, needs to work come. Truck life. It needs to come home soon, but I just haven't dealt with it yet. So, um, so then obviously that's off the table. Yep. So like none of my vehicles were going, uh, and then Ryan Siler, who uh, ran, we he ran Grid Life with us all year. Um, the Club TRS two thousand, right? Uh, he has. An, a street S two thousand, a second S two thousand. Keep forgetting S two of those. Yeah, I don't even know that he. 
It's kind of on the DL, but I think it'll be okay. Uh, and then he's got so I, we're not we're obviously not taking that two seater convertible. Not taking that, although the convertible wouldn't have been that bad this weekend. Honestly, uh, certainly more uh, warmer than it has Ever. been in years past. Holy shit! <laughs> but then he's got a uh, like a early two thousands diesel Chevy, three quarter ton. Pick up. I thought he had like a Tahoe or something. And then he also has a Tahoe. Okay. The Tahoe wouldn't be too bad. The Tahoe would have been fine, but I didn't like, I was try, kind of trying to be economical about this. That's fair. Right? Uh, and so then Dalton has the Camaro right now and that's it. Yeah, because he got because rid of the Because the Volt isn't ready to go yet. He has a salvage title Volt that he's rebuilding. Yep. Uh, but he's finding out that was harder than he had anticipated. There's a lot of electronics in there. <laughs> no, it's it's just like stupid GM shit. Well, I, I know there's like weird cooling stuff. That well, he's got all that sorted out. He does. The okay. only thing that's sitting right now, this is kind of funny and, and mildly interesting uh, because it just kind of shows like how hard it's going to be moving forward for us as enthusiasts. Yes. Not that the Volt is an enthusiast car, but I'm sure this is the situation with any newer vehicle given gm uh it has a like it has you know like it has a an engine control unit a module and a, a body control module and, and all that and uh those have vin numbers programmed into them uh-huh. and you can't just like run to the junkyard and grab nope. another one because if it has the wrong vin on it it won't fucking work the z's are that way too and if you, you take a bcm out it won't and work you can't uh like basically you have to take it to a dealership to have it programmed that's so frustrating. He's got that really fancy snap-on. Yeah, he's got a too. really nice snap-on scanner tool. Damn. And he can't. It has to go. To it has a, to use the GM. Yeah, it has to go to or whatever a it's called. And then he traded his truck in and ordered a brand new one that they're going to be shipping to him early part of next year. Yep. So he has no way of getting the Volt to a dealership, <laughs> <laughs> which is where he's at right now. So, <clears throat> but. So the Volt was out. Yep. He's got the Camaro. And, like, I didn't think it would be that. I'm not a big guy. And I've been in the backseat of the Camaro. It's it's not the best. But it's not terrible. I had never been in the backseat of that Camaro before. He has a 6th Gen, a 2020 V6 1 LE. Yes. Um, which, honestly, didn't get remarkably better gas mileage than the Tahoe would have gotten. <laughs> uh, and certainly was not worth the hassle. But they picked me up at my house, so by the time I realized how bad the back of the, and nobody sold this to me very well. So sold you what? How not how small that car is. It's not that bad. Yes, it fucking is. It's not that it's not an Audi TT Adam. We've I am short this. and I could not sit up straight in that car. This is these are facts. I had to I had to sit with my neck uh-huh. turned at like a forty five degree angle. The whole time, because I couldn't slouch down far enough. Nope. Now, I know that we argued this on our group chat and that we pulled up stats and figures. I had them. But whoever measured that shit out needs to get a fucking tape measure out. All right. Because it says there is 29.9 inches of foot space in the rear passenger or in the rear passenger area. And with Dalton slid as far forward, like his knees literally touched the dash, touching the like smashed into the dash. Yep. Him, you know, curled into a ball to sit in there. I had to turn my foot sideways to put it down 
into the footwell and then turn my foot forward under, under the seat. <laughs> and I have a small foot. Yeah. It, it sure as hell isn't 29.9 inches long. That's for <laughs> goddamn sure. Yep. According to the, the, I guess this is a car driver, they measured it, the rear leg room at 29.9. And we kept arguing that it was dramatically better than the Audi TT because you said there's no way. There's no way. And the Audi TT was 20 point I have two I have no problem believing that the rear leg room of my Audi is 20.2 inches that's Agreed. an absolutely reasonable number yes the cat the Camaro is that or less it is sure as hell isn't 29 I remember I remember the it's, no 20.9 so it's only 0.9 no it was 29.9 no was it really yes Oh, it was. Yeah, no, there's no way it's nine. It's not, it's not nine, nine and a half <laughs> inches long. No, it's not even close. That dude needs to get out. A uh, that oh. was, you know, you see that meme where it's like, this is where I learn not to trust anybody, and they have two tape measures pulled out. One of them's dramatically different than the other. The, yeah. He was using the wrong fucking tape measure. Yeah, no, there's no way they're nine inches different. We're talking like two or three at most. Yes. No, I bet we were we were at Topeka. I was in the back seat because we went we took that to get dinner yeah. one yeah, night. Yeah, and yeah, I had. Again, I'm straddling the the seat in front yeah. of me, and then I'm tipped over to the side. So I'm right. I'm sitting like like my left arm is leaning on the the center console thing in the back seat, so I don't hit my head. Right. And then Dalton said that what he does when he has to ride back there, because I assume drunk Dalton volunteers to sit in the back of his car. Of course. Which I, I good mean, for him. Well, if you if someone has to take you home, that's the least you can do is be uncomfortable for it. Yes. <clears throat> um. He said he sits on behind the driver's seat and puts his feet behind the passenger seat. Yeah. But yeah, then you're basically sprawled out. Right. And so I tried style. that and that was better ish. But the problem was is that it's it's not really it, it is a bench back seat, but it's not really. It's 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 because a they fake try to make it feel like seat. it's like performancey. So the middle hump is like every bit of three or four inches taller than where your butt sits in the seats. Yep. And so I was that way for a few hours on the way home, but my hip was completely asleep. Like it was gone. And I'm like, sorry, Dalton, you got to move forward again. Yeah, you can't. I got to sit back up again. But then I couldn't sit up. I had to <laughs> tip. Cock-eyed. Oh, it was the worst, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we drove partway there Thursday night. And then finish the rest of it out early Friday morning. Yep. And so it wasn't so bad on the way there, but we, we, you know, when you long haul it back, we long haul it all the way back, yeah. and um, that thing, the gas tank, and that is big enough that it's you can almost it's an almost a one tanker. Jeez. And so we didn't get I didn't get out of that thing at all from Indianapolis to um, like. Uh, halfway between Cedar Rapids and my house. Oh, wow. So we were within 45 minutes of being home on an eight-hour, or on a seven-and-a-half-hour drive. Yeah, that's... And I was dying in the back of that car on the way home. I would have been ready to it get out. It was real bad. That's, that would have been bad. So, and Dalton tries to claim he was, he was at least as uncomfortable as I was. No. Which I don't... I you, won't argue that he was clearly uncomfortable sitting in front of me. But he definitely had more space than I did still. Whoever is in the front seat is more comfortable than whoever's in the back seat. So the other thing is that, like, the biggest, the other big thing about my TT over the Camaro, I think, was that there was a lot more under dash leg room 
in the front. Yes. And so even with the seat slid most of the way forward, the person in the front was more comfortable than the person in the front of the Camaro. The Camaro has got such a short leg or a under under dash leg room. Footwell, yeah, yeah. In the front uh, that nobody's comfortable. <laughs> no one's nope. comfortable in this fucking not, not a single it's person. It's the worst. Uh, I was like... I've been very selfish about my cars most of my life. Yes. It's absolutely. A thing. <laughs> I, yes. 100%. <laughs> but like that car is super bad. Yeah. I wouldn't want to take that on a long trip huh. ever. No. It's not going to happen twice. I'll tell you that. Nope. It wasn't worth the. No, because I wasn't. It wasn't worth the marginal gas savings. Because we did one trip in the Audi one time. That was only a two hour drive. Yeah. That was enough. Yeah. I don't remember who would have been in the front seat. Danny? Jake. Jake, yeah, thank you. I could not figure out why it would have been three of us. Yeah, because we skated in Algona. That was yeah. the day I met Katie. Katie. Yep. Yeah, I remember that. Skate park skanks. <laughs> <laughs> SPS is for life. Yeah. Always said don't marry him, and now look at look me. at you. you got two kids with one. Yep, I messed that up. <laughs> it's okay. She doesn't listen. Take notes, kids. <laughs> Um, so, <laughs> so anyway, you made it to PRI. So we get, you remember the parking garage situation there, right? It was a gigantic mess last time it was under yeah. construction. So like I told him just, just go to the top. By the time we got, like we didn't get there till like 1130 on Friday. Okay. I was like, just go straight to the top. Don't even bother. Like once you get in the, in the ramp area, just stay in it. Just keep just going. Just go up. Just- and so we get like, we're at like the sixth story of this eight story thing. And you can see that it's, it's thinned out. So we went in there and in the back corner, way away from everybody else is a, is an orange, um, what do they call them? Boss 302 Mustang. Yep. I think so. so. It's like the newer, it's, it, I think that's like the newest track package. Uh, Mustang now. Not, they call it a Boss. Yeah, not the G, not the GT500 and stuff. Right, like it's that. not a GT500. It's not a GT350. Yep. But I think it takes like some of the. If I remember right, it takes like some of the aero parts and brakes and stuff like that from the GT350, but uses the normal Coyote motor instead of the flat plane crank that they put in the GT350s. Absolutely. Right. That is exactly what they do. I historically have been spot on with everything Mustang related. I can confirm everything you said is exactly right. Right. The Boss 302. There are, there are nine generations of Mustang. Prove me wrong. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> so so this, is, this is the ninth gen, right? Yeah, that's the newest one. That's the SN95. That's the newest one. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so... <laughs> Man, I just triggered someone real hard. Good. I love it. Uh, so that was parked way off by itself So and backed into its parking spot. So obviously we had to park next to it. Of right? course. Because it's an orange Mustang track pack. We have an orange Camaro track, track pack. pack, essentially. Uh, and so, the, so we back in there. And when we got back at the end of the day, he was already gone. So we knew he saw it. Yep. And then Saturday rolls around. And we just went straight to the top again, get out on on the one floor down this time because we were there a lot earlier. Yep. Pull out. Guess who we see? <laughs> there it is again. So we park right next to him Saturday morning again. 
And you know, you know, on Friday he had some choice words with himself or who is, whoever he was with. He went out of like, this fucking ricer ass V6 <laughs> that looks like a ZL1. What an idiot! Right, and no, then comes he comes right back. And then Saturday afternoon, when we went, when we left, he was already gone again. <laughs> so he saw it again. <laughs> I like how he's backed in. He's got you know kind of centered, and then Dalton's backed in, but he's kind of crept over. That towards was Ryan the- driving. No, don't don't think, don't I, don't blame that on no, Ryan. I'm, I'm blaming it on Ryan. <laughs> Ryan doesn't really let Dalton drive ever. That's fair. Which is proven to be probably the right choice. Yeah, smart. Yeah. For sure. We let Dalton drive a little ways on the way there. So after Dalton crashed the Camaro at, R- at RPM uh, and deployed some of the bags, for a while he didn't have uh, cruise control because you need some sort of clock spring in the steering wheel or some shit. Yep. That, that goes out with when the airbag. When the airbag goes out, you don't have that anymore. <laughs> and until the Road America event this year, he had not fixed that problem. Okay. He decided to fix that problem right before the Road America event. Like literally, as Josh and Ryan were showing up, he was still like in his garage. Like he had pulled it. the steering wheel off. <laughs> I think as an excuse not to take the Camaro. Yes. Well, I can't take it. it doesn't have a steering wheel on it right now. <laughs> because we were giving him shit about how he sh- he's not going to want to drive the fit at Road America, which he claims he had a great time, but right. he only he went out for like half the session. Well, his his girlfriend, who actually owns the car, she was made- also driving a beginner, and most of the beginner sessions. We're immediately following the last time attack session. Not by buying it. So at least he did the right thing and gave her the car most of the time. But anyway, I don't know why he bothered fixing the cruise because he doesn't fucking use it. No. So we're driving down the road, right? We're driving down the interstate. <laughs> 70 miles an hour is the speed limit. Yep. We're doing 85 miles an hour. <laughs> then we're doing 63 miles an hour. <laughs> then we're doing 74 miles an hour. Then we're doing 92 miles an hour. Like, Dalton, pick a fucking speed, bro. Just, just, just hit the button, And we're man. giving him so much shit about, like, no wonder you didn't bother fixing that cruise for over a year. You don't use it anyway. Well, he claimed that that was the minimum speed, and he would just keep going up above it, and then it would drop back down. That's to- not what it was. Because <laughs> I think he gets distracted on what's happening. And yeah. so if he creeps up on, if he comes up on somebody, he just stays behind them for a while. And then realize not oh, realizing what's going on, and then goes, "Oh, I should probably pass him." And then goes blitzing by him as fast as he can go, <laughs> and we're just hauling ass down the road until he comes up on the next vehicle, and then he's distracted again. <laughs> Is really what I think it boils down. That's to. That's a pretty fair assessment. Yeah, so you'll spend say. like a minute or two, maybe three or four, behind a vehicle, and then all of a sudden you'll be flying down the interstate again. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I've gone with him down the interstate. Like in Topeka, it's just right. into town. But then you put Ryan in the driver's seat. Ryan gets in the, sets the cruise, and down the road we go. Oh, coming up on somebody, merge, pass him, turn back into the lane you belong in. Never even drops the cruise. It's a wonderful thing. Yeah, weird how that works. Yeah, it's funny, isn't it? So, <laughs> but so we show up. We our original goal was to make it on Friday in time for the 11 a.m. State, uh, state of the of grid. The grid. Uh, deal for Grid Life, uh, where they were going to announce the official um, schedule for 2022, uh, release the official rule books for both Time Attack and GLTC, uh, and then you know just some other random things. Unfortunately, we got there like 11:30. By the time we got in, got our got our passes and all that stuff, we 
missed, missed it. it. Yeah. So uh, kind of bummed out about that. Um, but Grid Life's uh, Grid Life's calendar looks epic. Yeah, looks ridiculous. Really, and really good. I can finally talk about it now. Can't wait to go to Lime Rock Park this year. It's so good. It's going to be the best. That Circuit Legends event is going to be ridiculous. If you haven't heard about it, it's literally everywhere on the internet. I don't know what rock it's, you're living under. Yeah, it's posted on anything that's automotive related. Racer.com yeah, posted an article about, article about it. I'm about like, it. why does Racer.com care about anything that Grid Life is doing? Grid Life's taking over, man. Insane. So, uh, the rule book changed. I didn't even look at GLTC. Couldn't care less. Pretty minor changes, honestly, besides the tires. Other than the ho-hos. We knew the ho-hos were changing. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not mad about it. I get why they were there to begin with. I get it. I, 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 and I get why they're being taken out. Yep. And I don't think that it's going to affect the racing in any way, shape, or form. No. It might slow it down a little bit at the front. Maybe. For a little while. Yes. But it won't stay that way. No. They'll find oh, God, no. They'll find it back again. <laughs> somehow they're going to have faster times than yeah. last year. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That'll be crazy. They'll be 10% faster than they were last year. And I'll I'll probably be like 20% slower. Probably. Yeah, you'll put a ton of time and effort into it and go slower. Somewhere. Oh, I definitely am not putting a ton of time and effort, but I'll, I'll definitely be slower. Yeah, I mean, as compared to the front runners, no, you don't. You you never work on your car, but still, no, never. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, if, if you want to know more, you can find it on their website or whatever. Uh, but the show itself. So, yeah. uh, this year, a couple of the interesting things um, in general. They had, I mean, obviously, we can't even talk about automotive culture and industry as a whole anymore without talking about EVs. I mean, yeah, it yeah. has to be, has to be talked about. So one of those smaller halls that we, that I talked about a little bit ago that was still open. Um, I think last time we went to it, it was like the one that they had like all the sim racing stuff set up in. Okay. Yep. That was all electric vehicles this year. Okay. So if you flip through here, there's some pictures of a like a '60s big body Cadillac uh, that had been electric converted. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. Yeah, so it's got an electric. I think that was the GM crate motor. It might have been a Tesla motor. I can't remember. Um, honestly, I don't even know that I looked close enough because I, I didn't really care. I wouldn't have. Uh, this is where I think an EV setup makes so much sense. In an old Cadillac? Like, so, to me, like, I, I obviously, I, I haven't really lived this life because I've never owned anything like this, but a luxury vehicle is about being uh, confined to your space and being a, the ability to tune out all the world and all the peasants and all the plebes and just exist in your own little quiet, smooth bubble, Right. I'm in now. Yeah. You got me. And internal combustion engines only interrupt that. They make noise. They make noise. They're they kind vibrate. of rough. Yeah. Electric engines don't do that. No. So from a luxury car. Electric cars. Did, did I say something you wrong? You said engines. Oh, fuck you off, triggered somebody. People. Fuck off. Jo- Josh, Josh is texting you right now. That's fine. No, Josh <laughs> isn't. If anybody, it's Don. <laughs> but. Uh, from a, in a luxury vehicle, these things make the most sense. Oh yeah, and like 
I realize that a 60s Cadillac by today's standards is not the pinnacle of luxury. But it was. But if I was going to own one of these, which I would love to do, a big body like late 50s to mid 60s Cadillac. See, I'm I'm the same way with the Lincoln Continental with the yeah, suicide doors. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah, they're black. right up there with it. I mean, I have a I have an allegiance to Cadillac because I'm a GM guy. I get it. But get uh, it. I wouldn't tell. I wouldn't. I wouldn't kick a Lincoln out of bed. I'm just saying. No, shouldn't. Yeah. So I really I really get this. I don't totally I'm I'm not totally opposed to them as a performance thing. No. But I really dig this like low aired out street cruiser with an electric engine in it. This would be cool. Yeah, cuz this like, thing is rad. Cuz when I'm thinking about my Lincoln Continental. Yeah. The engine's not really where I'm no, focused at like, all. When you when you're sitting sitting, you know, laying in bed not able to sleep cuz you are an insomniac or whatever. I am. Yes. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and you're like dreaming up of ridiculous builds. As you do. If you're doing a Lincoln Continental in your head, never once have I thought about what the drivetrain is going to be. That's not the important part of the build. No. And to me, this is perfectly reasonable. I will I will back you on that. And sure. like the car's so damn heavy anyway. Who cares? What's a what's a battery bank? <clears throat> Big deal. So it's, you know, I support. It's, it's not about I support, performance, you know. It's, I support EV luxury uh, street cruisers like this thing. Bring back the street boats. Yeah, bring, bring absolutely. them back. Absolutely, I love it. I thought it was really cool. A um, couple other things we didn't. Even, I don't even think they took pictures of most of the stuff in there. We kind of breezed right through it pretty quickly. Um, but they did have that Mustang Mach E. Uh, turned race car looking thing. Is that the one that Vaughn getting so stuff with? I I don't think it was not the same one. That one, but I think it was the same thing. Okay, like I because it was a totally different livery than anything I've ever seen with Vaughn getting stuff, and it didn't have any of like I didn't I don't think it had any RTR logoing on it or anything like that. But they look the same. Yeah. So I wonder if there's two of them. If, like, Ford Performance has one and Von Gittin has one. For sure. I'd be surprised if they didn't. Right. Because it was up there with a couple other Ford vehicles and stuff like that. Um, so when we were leaving, we we uh, it was driving out. Because remember, like, in years past. Like the unloading? Or the... Lo- the lo- like when... So, like... Sunday afternoon. S- Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Did they not do anything on Sunday? No, they don't do anything on Sunday. Okay, Saturday, Saturday afternoon. afternoon, like... They shut the lights off. They shut the heat off. Like, get the fuck out of here. I, yeah. I, I don't remember. care where you go, but you can't stay here. I do remember, <laughs> remember that because we were, we were standing like around. Two years ago, like- we were we were recording with Andrew Rains in the media center. We were like, it dropped like 15 degrees from when we started to when we finished. Yep. Yeah. And then like, they're dr- like there's all the, the like pro mod 2000 horsepower drag cars and they just fire those things up and drive them through the crowds like get out of my way We're here leaving. I go yep. right and then there's that Mustang Mach-E thing like driving through and like it's <laughs> totally science so they're like you guys come on like we're coming through here. Like this thing doesn't make any noise. Please get out of the way. It was hilarious. Man, I bet it took them twice as long. Yeah. So uh, there was a trophy truck, like a Baja trophy truck yep. sitting right next to the EV hall. And they had boards on it and all this stuff like about how it was the first fully capable EV 
trophy truck. Like okay. it said, a 250-mile range in race conditions. Jeez. Uh, fully capable of running the Baja stages and then charging and charging and then running the next one or, or battery swapping or whatever it was. Uh, and so we're kind of looking at it like, oh, this is, Damn, I mean, that's, that's quite an impressive, like to be able to put, so, you know, like most EVs, that's, that's barely the range they get street driving. Right. And so to be able to put that on like a full throttle application, that's, that's gotta be an impressive battery bank. And so we're kind of looking at this thing and I'm staring at the back of it <laughs> and, uh, it's got a gas tank and like the fast fill gas nozzles, you know, like the pro race car, like yeah, uh, you like, like like what they the ones you like put up it, on your shoulder like and you IndyCar. shove it in there and it just like gravity feeds like twenty gallons of gas in four seconds or right. whatever, and it's got exhaust pipes and you look in the you look in the front wheel wells and you can see the headers. I don't know, man. That's weird. <laughs> and it's not like and, and PRI is not exactly a show you can just like pull that no, over. No, it's not the kind eyes. of shit you get away with at PRI. No, everyone's gonna. You don't even get away with that at SEMA. No, that's weird. I don't know, man. I think the only reason that that wasn't posted everywhere is because it was advertised as EV, so everyone just walked right by it. Probably <laughs> that EV hall was the emptiest room in the building. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I mean it's just it's just not the crowd. I mean PRI is not yet. You know, it's it's drag racers. It's good old boys. Yeah. Circle track guys. The bullet was alive and well this weekend. I believe it. Yeah. So, uh, a few other highlights. We got to see this, the C8R, which you got pulled up here, uh, in the GM booth. They had, like, this car's been out for a year. Yep. As a race car. They've had a full season with it now. Um, this is not the GT3 one that they're coming out with soon. This is last year's C8R. Yep. The front windshield, both side windows, um, or passenger and driver side windows, and the rear deck engine cover completely blacked out. Oh, weird. So, so I don't know if that was just like a completely empty demo model and they were trying to hide that, or if they think there's some sort of secret proprietary information that someone was going to get off that car at PRI, so they blacked it out. Yeah, I'm curious. Cause it, it was really kind of lame. Yeah, I don't know if this is one that was been on track or not. Because I know well, it was. It one was of too, them was in a pretty awful wreck at Petit Loire. I would say that it was too clean to have been a tracked car. Yeah, I'm sure if this this is just their C8R demo car. I wonder car. if it's a hollow shell of a thing. Probably. Just for these types of shows. Wouldn't Could very me. easy be. Because, I mean, usually they pull the cars off. They come from, like, the 25 Hours of Thunder Hill yeah. or Petit Loire, and they go straight to PRI. Right. So yeah, they're filthy, and that's the way they should be. That's the way they and should. Th- be. And this one's spotless. So you, yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if this is a demo. Yeah, it probably doesn't even have a steering wheel in it or something like that. I don't know. It was kind of lame though. It's a gorgeous car. They're super cool. I can't wait for the for the GT3 one to come out. It's going to be really cool. I like it. And then they got the so, the 400 or the Z. G- yeah, the Z oh, looks silly. So good. Um. So because it's a GT3. Yep. spec it's a it's a customer car like you can buy one right so you can but you have to apply for the opportunity to purchase the car you're talking about the corvette the corvette yes. right so dalton did good for him because why not why wouldn't yeah you? why not they're never they're never gonna respond to him or anything but like they ask you like are you affiliated with a professional racing team and stuff like that in the what's your definition of professional yeah type in iowa man racing it something comes up yeah i mean how, how professional yeah 
If you look at his street view, there's a giant stacker trailer. Yeah. So it's fine. We're halfway there. Yeah. So uh, speaking of stacker trailers, you <clears throat> remember in the past they always have like you can drive uh, all the or you can walk underneath the street and get out into the stadium for I don't know whoever Lucas Oil Stadium for the, the Colts. There you go. Football things, right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. It's a football stadium. Yeah. They do, uh, they do shitloads of shit in there. Yeah. So, and then they have all like the trailers and stackers and toters and stuff over there. Um, they had a stacker in there. I don't think there's any pictures of it. Sorry. I thought, there, I thought there was one, but uh, there is. You were flipping through. There's a picture of a spare tire holder that we actually have an idea on. Um, but anyway, the they had they had a bunch of toters in there, and obviously we've been trying to talk Dalton into a toter. Yeah, because right? I mean, because why wouldn't he you? needs a toter? Well, we need him to have. Yeah, a that, that's kind of. It's really what it boils down to. Um, but they had one in there that was like the one, right? It was clearly not designed. Most of the toters, especially there, but most toters you see are RVs. Yes, right. They're they're like luxury motorhomes that you can put a trailer behind. Yeah, they're they're more expensive than most homes. Yeah, so they were in the three. They like the ones that had prices were well into the three hundred thousand dollar range. Right. Um, one of them that they had there, which they weren't, they, we didn't get, I didn't, I didn't see a rate. Apparently Dalton said that their little sign said it was for rent, not for buy. Oh, okay. But the one that we real that was perfect. You walk in there and there's six bunks. Like triple stacked? No. So like, you know, like bunk beds, but there's 12. No, there's (laughs) six total places. Maybe there was eight total beds. Okay. Bunk bed style. Yes. For a crew. Yes. And then there was a sink and like a countertop and a fridge, but no oven, which we don't fucking need yeah. anyway. Okay. Uh, there was a full-sized walk-in shower. Okay. And then in a separate room, if you will, was the toilet. Perfect. So one person can go number one on the bus. Yeah, there's no number two no on the bus. No on number the bus, two's on the bus. Robbie. If you haven't watched Grind, go watch Grind. You won't understand three fourths of Robbie and I's references, so fix that problem. Yes, no number twos on the bus. That's. I think that's just a good rule. It's fair. I Absolutely. Mean, any tour bus, no number twos. Right. Uh, but there's so someone can go number one on the bus while somebody else is taking a shower. They are not mutually exclusive. That's nice. This it was clearly built as a like. This is a rig to haul a crew. Not a rig to haul your prissy wife who can't handle not living in the lap of luxury 24 hours a day, seven days a week, but you got to bring her to the racetrack because you think that she might enjoy it. Sure. she doesn't. No. No, they don't. (laughs) Which is what most of those toter homes were built for. Yes. If she's that much of a pain in the ass, she's not going to enjoy the racetrack, no matter what toter you put her in. No, if she wants to be there, it don't matter what, right. what the toter is. If she is. wants to be there, it's fine if you're sleeping in a tent that's strapped down to the trailer. True if story. she doesn't want to be there, it doesn't matter how nice the toter is, she's not going to enjoy it. No, she'll just sit there and watch the satellite all day. Right. <laughs> and be mad at you the whole time. You so, spent how much money on this? Such is life. Right. So that was clearly designed for the crew, not for the wife and maybe one or two kids, which is exactly what we're in the market for. 
but unfortunately, you can only rent it. We're like, oh, well. Yeah, what's a weekend cost? What's a weekend cost? Maybe, like, we're not going to rent it for every event, but, like, it'd be cool for festivals or something like that. Bumper hitch only. Which means the stacker doesn't work. Dang it. The stacker he currently owns, I should say. I feel like he could get rid of that and just well yeah but then he has to buy another trailer it's fine if he dumped to buy a trailer to rent a a toter he'd still be money ahead so we came up with a better idea okay i'm in so um a bunch of the fancy toter trailers and then there were a few display booths back in the main halls uh had like all the different trailer accessories that one can buy right okay like the aluminum cabinets and and the stuff you can put your stuff on the walls and stuff like that. And obviously there's a bunch of those that have the fold away spare tire racks that are made out of aluminum that bolt to the wall. Yep. Like what you got here in the picture. But we were thinking like, wait a fucking second. That's practically a single sized bed bunk size. Yes. Already. It's like a Murphy bed. So like when the cars are in there and we don't know where to put, you know, spare tires are hard to, place in the trailer it's one of the biggest problems with the stacker that that dalton has now yep uh we can throw the tires up there yep when we're cra- driving on the road when we get there we take all the tires out anyway uh-huh. we fold the beds up so they're out of the way so we can do our or we fold the racks up so they're out of the way so we can do our thing during the day and then at night we drop them down set a piece of plywood or a piece of aluminum in there yep set single size mattresses on top of them go to bed love it so I know a guy, yeah, that could build you these, yeah. And all you need is the code ten tenth <laughs> at factorfabrication dot com. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I think that's uh, that. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Unfortunately, the toter's just not in the cards right now. No, but, uh, that's, that's a lot of money. If if the few group chats I'm in with Dalton are anything to speak of this week, the wheels are turning. And it's only a matter of time. He has been thinking about it. And the other thing, I I almost I almost died laughing when he said this. We're walking away from there, and he goes, "Man, I kind of wish I wouldn't have bought that trailer." And I was like, "Okay, why?" And he's like, "I can't go smaller." He's not wrong. <laughs> no, he, like, I mean, he, <laughs> you you never go backwards, right? You can't because even the guy that I bought my trailer from, yeah, has messaged me on three separate occasions trying, trying to, to buy, buy it back. back. Because he downgraded and now needs to go back. Weird. I can't go back. Who didn't see that coming? He's been ignored. Weird. <laughs> Especially since I've fixed everything. Yeah. But it's just like, it's so funny. Like, Dalton, you can't really get any bigger. No. But he definitely, he'll, he'll miss it if he goes smaller. Right. So we were looking at, because one of the things that that trailer doesn't currently have uh at least not in a safe capacity, although we have done it anyway, is an observation deck. Oh, yeah. So there's no good way to get on the roof of the of the thing. No, you just have a sketchy ladder. Yeah, so I think it's Ryan has one of those, um, what do they call them? I can't think of what they're called. They just like fold, like, oh, like they fold into themselves and they fold in half and you can like set them up so they're scaffolding or you can set them up so they're an A-frame or you can set them up so they're... Oh, like the little giants. Really. Little giant. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. Yep, that that style of ladder. Those are nice. And Ryan brings that to the racetrack so we can get on the roof of the race car, of the hauler. It was awesome at PPIR. Yes. It was super awesome at PPIR because you could see most of the track from where we were. Yep. It was really cool. Um, but we've talked about like, oh, we should get some gating and make this 
make it look look professional so safe, you don't just safe like, fall off. Yeah. Like I realized we had a tent up there at Midwest Festival. But oh, like, I remember that was anchored with two buys. <laughs> because it wasn't quite the trailer wasn't quite wide enough and so he needed a little more footage so but you know we're trying to we're trying here right I, I and the other it. thing is like we don't want to take the little giant all the time but how do we get up and down there from there all the time we can't put a ladder on the back because the back is open yep we don't really want to put a ladder on the front because a lot of times we unhook the truck so that we can use it yep so then you wouldn't be able to get because Obviously, you'd have to like to climb the into the back of the truck and then up onto the roof. Yep. And so <clears throat> we've thought about this because we like to do things the dumb way. Of course. Uh, so you're going to put ladder on the inside. No, we're going to put a hatch. Yeah. And then we're going to use the lift. Love it. It's an elevator. Love it. Right? So that's genius. So this. So we were looking at like, there was one there that had a hatch and I was like, don't just buy it from them. Just buy the hatch, cut it in. How hard can it be? Easy. And I was like, better yet, let's just hinge your air conditioning unit. It already leaks. <laughs> so just make it so it hinges up and down so that we can use it as a hatch. I love it. I mean, it already leaks, so who cares, right? Yeah, that's that's the perfect way to do it. So that's that's what I'm hoping we're going to do. Is the, is the AC unit above the... Not currently. We can fix that. Those are details that we'll figure out later. That's fine. Yeah, we'll figure that out. That's so, no problem. Um, but yeah. It was it was hilarious. The the trailer building is just insane. Yeah, I can only imagine. There's I remember so being much there. Stupid stuff over there. A couple years. But ago. like, yeah, we went over there. and We looked at stuff. Yep. But at the time when it was you, me, and Michael, like, None never in our wildest dreams would we have thought that last year we spent the entire season going all over the country with a 50 or with a like a nearly 60 foot long stacker trailer right and here we are <laughs> and like that trailer either needs a lot of work or it needs replaced and dalton has already expressed the fact that he can't imagine going down in size so like we're actually looking at these trailers with the thought of like that we might be he might be in the market for one yeah because he tried to justify in his head that it made more sense to buy a brand new toter than it did to buy a used one because used ones aren't that much cheaper. Man. They do hold their value. They're very expensive. Well, so in his mind, you can get better financing on a new one. We did you can. They had... They, this fucking blows my mind. They had uh, the, like the full breakdown of, of how you can pay for one of these if okay. you finance it through... Whoever was selling it, yep, they had a deal. Um, I don't remember. Yeah, I did the math on it. So it was three hundred thousand dollars. Okay, and then they, I don't remember. I don't remember how I figured this out, but it basically it boiled down to like it was seventeen hundred dollars a month, not counting insurance and that shit. No, that was the payment. Okay, for. Like 16 and a half years was the length of the loan that they were willing to give you. Wow. That was their financing. Wow. Wow. That's a really nice house. That's a. $1,700 a month. Yes. It's a pretty, I mean, $300,000 is a really a nice, nice at least in, in central Iowa. It's a nice house. You know, yeah. it's a very nice house. And $1,700 a month. It was up until like. 
this year. Well, that's <laughs> now it's like an average house. Yeah, so every, every house is three hundred thousand now. But tell me, uh, but yeah, yeah, they're trying to tax me as such too. Yeah, that's how they get you. Off. They can tax you in this fucking mansion. I don't want my to. house is not worth three hundred grand. I don't, I don't want to talk about what my tax investment <laughs> value is right now, Adam. I don't. I got a letter in the mail. The guy, the county wants to come and look at my house, and I'm like, I don't want you. Stay in away my from my house. Yeah, <laughs> stay away from my house. I don't want you in here. No, there's my, no way it goes down. No, my bullshit. It's gone so high. It's unreal. I'm sure. It's I'm sure. It, it went so high in 2021 for the value of this house. Yeah. That we had long conversations about selling it. Yeah. Because it was that much of a, a profit. I'm telling you, Robbie, you could sell this house, and in three years when the market bursts and that person goes bankrupt, you could buy, buy it back buy it again back. and make like a cool $150,000. We had that exact conversation. Because <laughs> I would that. all but, I mean, the probability of that happening is probably reasonably it's, high. It's, it's not. It's not a small percentage. It's, <laughs> it's way it's a higher believable than it future. Be. Yeah, it's a believable future. <laughs> no, we had that conversation. We had the conversation of getting rid of it and downsizing because we we have no plans for children. Right. So it's like just it's two of us in this silly. big house, which really we, I bought it for the shop. Right. Yeah, I get anyway. it. The location of the shop. Yep. So we had that conversation. We all had the conversation of just uprooting and leaving forever and not coming back to Iowa, which I wasn't prepared to do yet. Okay. So, I like the podcast too much. Oh, I appreciate that, Robbie. And the racing. I mean, this is not prime racing territory. No. But the team's here. Okay. Oh, that. <laughs> okay. I forgot about that. That's fair. So, that kind of, I was like, until I'm sick of that, I really am not interested in leaving. Yeah. So. I get it. So. But yeah, we had that conversation. Because it's insane. Yeah. yeah. Or we could have bought a toter. Just or for a fraction of the price, we could have bought an '89. What's that? What's that really fancy bus? The stainless steel one? Oh, Prevost. Prevost. Yeah, absolutely. We saw one of those on the way to uh, her parents' place two weekends ago, or to, uh, a few weekends ago. And I was like, Jess, that that Prevost right there. We could have that. That's so they're so <laughs> silly, and they're it's like so good. They're so annoying. I mean, they're not cheap, but they're annoyingly cheap for what you get. Yes, it's a value. It's a house on wheels. For I mean, that was a half. that's a half million dollar bus in nineteen ninety. Yes, and it's you can get it for half or, or a, a fraction of that. Yeah, ten percent of that. <laughs> yes. Nope. I was telling her about it. Yeah, she, she's all in on this traveling thing. Interesting. But, but at the same time, we're not willing to sacrifice everything to make that happen. Well, yeah. The, my hardest part about it would be like, because you you're still going to want to shop. Yeah. You can't work out. You can't work on your car the way you work on your car nope. out of your enclosed trailer. Correct. That's not going to function that way. Doesn't work for me. And I know you well enough to know that you're not going to be like, hey, friend. Nope. Can I borrow a stall in your shop for a week or two? Um, I I would probably do that, but I I'd, I'd have to like rent some space and right, and then I I I could probably do that. Yeah, I think so. Okay, but ha- but dropping it off and having them fix it for me. Oh no, I know you're not going to no. do that. I know you're not going to do that. <laughs> but like, I think you'd even struggle to ask to I could use I, space in no, somebody's facility. I've, I could, I've I've done that before. I've asked to use yeah. Equipment and, and facility. I was at. Yeah. I went to Factory Fabrication the other day to use their uh, uh, hydraulic press, right? Because I didn't want to buy my own. 
Right. <laughs> but like if you guys were traveling, so say you're in, I don't know, Tennessee, you're not going to hit up Matt Williams and ask him for a stall in his garage for a month. I might. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. So, uh, I don't know. Other things we saw at PRI, I don't even... Uh, they had a bunch of the trans. They were talked. Um, there was a post about how many Trans Am um, cars, how many Trans Am cars there were, and like they weren't wrong. There, there actually was a metric buttload of Trans Am cars. I don't even know if there's any. Pictures. You didn't take any pictures, Robbie. <laughs> uh, there were a couple of the new NASCAR chassis, which is really interesting you to didn't look take at. A picture of those either. No, I didn't. They're interesting <laughs> to look at, though. Um, I kind of like them. And then, yeah, I like them a lot. So they had one in the Olin's booth, which. Um, Ryan has Olin's on his S2. Yep. And they're kind of in desperate need of a rebuild because they've got quite a few years of track abuse on them and autocross abuse, which in Sioux Falls is probably worse than track abuse. Way worse. <laughs> those, poor, those poor suspension components. Right, exactly. Um, and so he was talking to them about the rebuild process, and Dalton and I are looking over this thing, and, and like it has a like a sequential transaxle. Yep. yep. And I'm like, Dalton, like it's, it's your thing. In it's- five years. These are going to be surplus on the market, like old NASCAR parts. Uh-huh. That, and like someone's going to make it so you can bolt this into your Corvette. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, it's going to be great. And like they have like real brake packages on them and real suspension components on them. Yeah. They're, they're really cool looking cars. I'm, I am all in on the new NASCARs. Yeah. I might. I'll I watch. Mean, I'll say I might, but I probably won't. Mm. But it's it's interesting enough to make me consider it, which is way more than NASCAR has done for me for a long time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I realize that this is not uh, any closer to the real car than the last generation. No. And so, like, they still are not stock cars. But it's at least more of an interesting car to me. Yeah, I, I like I like what they're doing. Because it's modern technology. At least it's not archaic. <laughs> at least it's not archaic bullshit and it doesn't relate to the streetcar. Right. You know, you got to have one or the other. Yes. So. No, I, I, uh, it'll be fun. Another thing that this that they had a lot of this weekend was vintage um, NASCARs. Oh, so, yeah. So, like, what you've got pulled up here uh, is for Talladega. These things are super ra- I love the look of this car. It's really cool. It looks so cool. The vintage uh, NASCARs are super duper rad. More of that. You know what? The, the, that just needs a detune and it's GLTC red. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't even need a cage. It just needs a detune and it's GLTC red. <laughs> Some tires. I mean, yeah, yeah, I can't run these good Wheels, tires, and a, and a detune. It's GLTC ready. Yep. Just like every other car on. Man, that would be such a West. fucking waste. Nah, it'd be great. I think that that may have been the model that was the first car to go 200 in a NASCAR race. Dang. I'd be really, really wasted in a GLTC event. No, no, I'd get more coverage there. That's sadly true, yeah. <laughs> so there was also, I think there's a picture of it somewhere, there was also a, um, uh, like a Dodge Daytona, the winged Dodge. Oh, That yeah. was like a full-fledged circle track build. Um, these are like, base, this is basically the only muscle car I lust after, is the winged Dodges. Yeah, I think they're one of the raddest like backstories of a car ever, and I just love it. So anytime that there's something like that, I'm I'm automatically drawn to it. I think they're super cool. Yeah, and that's a really well put together. It car. was a really really nice car. 
So I think it's a tube chassis with like a you know a fiberglass body put on it, which I support in every way, shape, or form. So super cool. Yep. Uh, there was a KTM like KTM's newest crossbow. I think it was. I don't know if it's actually a crossbow. It was a KTM thing. Uh, full dry carbon fiber body. It's got a cockpit on it, like an, it's an enclosed cockpit, which I don't think the last one was. I don't think so. And that's why I'm not even sure that this is, it's a GT3 spec, so I don't know that it's a crossbow. I'm not sure what it is. It's a KTM. And it's fucking gorgeous. It's the coolest. So it has the Audi TTRS five-cylinder in it. So it sounds crazy. Sounds ridiculous. Uh, the The cockpit cover kind of like clamshells forward almost. Like a fighter jet. See, I thought Batmobile, like the old no, Batmobile, no, I think, did no. that. Fighter jet. Yeah, okay. But I think the fighter jets go backwards. Whereas this goes tips or, forward. Or like just hinge up. Yeah. Whereas this one kind of like moves forward and up. God damn, it's cool. It's so cool, Robbie. This Full dry carbon fiber body. This might be my favorite race car. Like currently produced, yes, yeah, I'm all in on this. Like thing. if you if you take if if you if you take out like cars they don't make anymore, things I can't get like yeah. old GTP cars yeah, and yeah, old yeah, Formula yeah. One cars. Uh, this is probably the coolest currently produced uh, race car that money can buy to me. And it's a GT3 car, which means it's a customer car, which means that, like, if you had the money, you could buy it. Do they have a price tag on it? No. Damn it. I mean, I didn't see one anyway. That's fair. If you have to ask. I was way too busy drooling over the insane dry carbon fiber bodywork. It kind of reminds me of that Mazda (sighs) prototype they made. The, the Top Gear Burn. The Top Gear Burn of the Ground? Yeah, that yeah, one. Yeah. It reminds me of that. It's kind of that. It's definitely wider. I, yeah, I can see that. It's way wider. It's crazy wide. Um, egress was the thing I was concerned about. Yeah. Yeah, because of that. But, so, okay. The NPO one. Yes. That, like, the windows are almost like doors, right? That's basic. Yeah, and they the, just kind of, like, wing open. Yeah, they're not gullwing, but you know what I mean? Like, butterfly Right, they just kind of, like, flip out. Yeah. And that's all you have for egress? Correct. So, on this thing, the clamshell moves forward, but you can see in the picture there that I took, uh, the the window kind of opens like that. Yeah, the, like, win- the same way, as well. Yeah, the same way as the NPO one does. Okay. And so, I guess that's, like, if you flip over, that's your egress. That should be enough. I'm surprised that this is, uh, like, roll cage homologated. It it has its own. It has a cage below the cockpit, though, right? Yeah, but it was definitely not like intrusive. It's not in the way. Okay. Huh. It it didn't look like it would be that bad to get in and out of. Because, like, my first thought is like, if this thing's got a cage that goes all the way to you know, like what would be the A pillar in a normal car and then dives down. Yep. It would be really hard to get in and out of the way that this thing opens and closes, but it didn't look like it would have been that bad. No, it, do- it doesn't look too bad. Uh-uh. It was cool. Super, super cool. It was kind of tucked in the back corner, like behind all the manufacturing stuff. It was kind of out of the way. Oh, weird. Oh, I saw. Shit. I forgot about these. Oh, yeah. Here, Rabbi, I have $15 for eBay. Motors. Oh, I'm going to use that tomorrow. I would give you both of these. But you can only oh, use them. 
One per, uh, one per account. One per account. So unless Jess has an account, then you can have this one. You'll use it way before I do. I will. Um, that's, that's total aside. We'll get there. It's fine. But um, I saw somebody posted this on the, I think it might have been the PRI page itself that posted it as soon as like it got set up. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't regret going until just now. Dude, we drilled. <laughs> Honestly, out. this car is really the only thing I really wanted to see. That was one of the things that, like, the three of us probably looked at the most. That's fair. Like, we all, you know, we went to a few booths and we looked and, like, oh, I, I want to go to this booth and do this thing, or he wants to go to that booth and do that thing. And there were plenty of things that we would, like, walk around as a group. But I think this was the one we probably spent the most time, all three of us, staring at this thing and not, like, making fun of one of the others for something. Like, we were genuinely just there to look at the silliness that is this thing. It's perfect. It's so cool. I kind of did that with, uh, in 2019, that NASA spec car. You know the MPO one. No, no, it wasn't the MPO one. It's the other car. It's it. Was it a formula car? Oh god, what was it? It wasn't the MPO one. It was something different. I could have swore it was a NASA car. It was like a. It was kind of a monocoque thing like this. Are you sure it wasn't another KTM? Um, it might have been. <clears throat> I don't know. I'm telling you, you're going to end up with, with NPO1s if you're looking up NASA spec cars. Yeah, it wasn't the NPO1. It was something different. Dad, what was it? It was this thing. The Rush Auto Works car. The SR1. Oh. That okay. was in the NASA booth. Um, two years ago? Two years ago. And that I kind of did the same thing to that car. I thought it was super super rad at the time. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that is cool. SR1. That's, yeah. It's very KTM crossbowy. Yeah, the old that's, one, that's kind the of, last one. Yeah, that's kind of what I, I what I saw between the two. Yeah. Like this is smaller, and this is more like a spec racer Ford size. I think would yeah. probably be a better way to describe. Yeah, it. Yeah, it's it's like a spec racer Ford. For if NASA. they if they would have uh, if they'd like modernize it. Yes, it very much looks like what a modernized spec racer Ford would look like. Yes. So yeah, I was way in on that. Yeah, that's cool. So, uh, gosh, I don't even remember. There's so much. There was so much stuff. It was. It was a deal. I don't even remember what all we saw. I don't know. I couldn't be bothered to go. Yeah, I'm aware. Just leave me hanging. I did feel bad about that. You should have for like seven minutes, maybe. But there's a lot of people there. Yeah, yeah you know how many people were here? None. Robbie, you've been there before. Yes. Three times, even if you only remember two of them. I don't remember how many times I've been there. That's fine, but you've <laughs> definitely been there three times. 17, 18, 19. Sure. 17 may or may not have existed in your mind, but it happened. God, man, they all blurred together. Thomas went with us. It was I remember a great that. time. I remember, I remember Thomas being there. We were, like, moments away from going to Dick's this time. I wouldn't have regretted that. Dick's Last Resort. Yeah, yeah. Originally, like back when I discovered what it was. So Dick's Last Resort, for those who don't know, is a restaurant that's attached to the convention center. It's right there. Yeah, or like right across the street. It's like... They're in the same building. It is the same building. It is the same okay. building. You don't enter it through the convention center, but it's the same building. Okay. Uh, you walk out of the street or onto the street on the convention center and just down the street. 
uh, to the corner, and that's Dick's. Oh, okay. And a steak and shake. I would have rather gone to steak and shake. I do enjoy a good steak and shake. Pretty good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but when we first went there and I realized what Dick's was, I had no interest in going. But now I kind of want to go. Because you want to see him shit on Dalton and E-Man the whole time? Well, I feel like... <clears throat> I feel like that's who they would probably zero in on the most because they're going to be the most like boisterous. Yes. And that would be hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, again, for anyone that hasn't been to Dick's last Oh, resort, yeah. I didn't really explain uh, it at all, did I? It's a restaurant where they literally ridicule they, you. Yeah. Like, they treat you like shit on <laughs> that's, purpose. That's their thing. They put hats on you and they or they write insults on hats and then they put them on you. Yeah. I remember we talked about it previously. You looked it up on their website and they had like somebody was wearing like a hat and said, uh, hey, you have something on your chin. No, the third one down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is terrible. So, I'm too sensitive. <laughs> I'll cry. But, but Dalton insists on on thinking that he is a, a medium shirt wearing guy when he's clearly an extra large shirt wearing guy. He's not a medium shirt wearing no. guy. And he, even he's finally starting to accept the fact that he doesn't fit mediums anymore. Uh, that he doesn't he shouldn't be painting them onto himself every morning. <laughs> I'm convinced that he, he wore that one shirt that he wore when we got there. He wore it every day because he can't take it off. He just puts another shirt on top of it. <laughs> That's how tight it is. It's stuck on him. So does he get Petrobox medium shirts? Yes. But I think... I get large shirts. I think and he is larger than me. I think E-Man changed it. <laughs> to medium? No, to large. <laughs> He goes, I'm not letting you do this anymore. <laughs> good, good for E-Man. Yeah, right? It's super funny. Uh, before we go into the antics, yeah, I remind everybody to head over to uh, PetroBox. Uh, because it sounds like uh, if you need a medium or large shirt. Yeah, an extra you large or you know, whatever size you want. The but actual let's be, shirt that you need. Be reasonable. Man, nobody... You're not, you're not impressing anybody. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit, man. Go to the next size. I've accepted that I'm an extra large guy now. Like, I don't like, I've, as we've long discussed before, I don't, don't like, like tight shirts. I don't like tight shirts. So I've just accepted the fact that, like, I'm I'm more comfortable in an extra large, even though they look kind of long on me. So I look a little ridiculous. Well, usually, you know what's perfect on me? A fitted tee, which yes. I normally hate, in but, extra large, yes. money. Yes. Because then they're not too long on me, but the sleeves aren't in my elbow or in my uh, my armpit. Yep. And they're not like, it's, yeah, it's I, I, right I, where I need it to be. So I, got, I got this PetroBox large. Yeah. It, it, it fits nice. Yeah. It's, 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 I can feel it on my arms, but it's not tight. It. I don't want to feel tight. it. It's it, it conforms to my powerful chest. I don't. I don't have powerful a, arms. I don't have a powerful chest. I'm a dad bod. <laughs> I'm a cable guy, basically. I'm a glorified expensive cable guy i i go to the gym uh but if you want to get a shirt that fits to your powerful chest and bod go to mypetchbox.com use the code 10 tenths or no ttp 15 yeah ttp 15 for 15 percent off and if you are getting a petrobox for the next month guess what's in it a 15 dollar ebay motors card they gave them five thousand of those things that's they were insane. talking, there was an eBay Motors booth, right? And they're talking to the guy, they're like, oh, you guys, like, here, just put these in, like, just handed it to him. He, John was carrying a box of 5,000 business card sized 
fifteen dollar off eBay Motor coupons. That's insane. They just handed it to him. That's perfect though. That's like insane. That is so perfect for the petrol box. Perfect thing for a petrol box. And it's it's not like it costs eBay anything in all reality. No, they'll make money hand over fist on this little fifteen dollar investment per person. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's this is money ahead for sure. Yeah, but if you want to become money ahead at that point with the next petrol box, get your fifteen dollar eBay card. And the next box. We use code TGP15. You get 15% off that box. And it's Christmas. Go to the shop. Use the code. It works there, too. You get uh, shirts. If you want to pick out a shirt that you like the most, TGP15, 15% off. You can get the shirt that I'm wearing right now. It fits you. Great. Oh, and always pops up. It does. Every month, they give out a free set of rotiform wheels. Oh. If you're a subscriber to the box, you're not going to get better chances than that. Mm-mm. MyPetroBox.com. So this year, as we have uh, in years past, we stayed at what I like to refer to as La Casa de Petrobox, which was an Airbnb. Of course. Don't get me wrong. We didn't actually stay at John's house, but it's still La Casa de Petrobox to me. Yes. Um, this was not the one that you and I stayed in in 2019, but it was kind of similar. It was a full house. Yep. Uh, that I think that's all this thing does is Airbnb. It had two bedrooms downstairs, two bedrooms upstairs. Two full baths. The showers were fucking hilarious. You did have some pictures. Yeah, so I, we did. Eman took a picture of his down or of the one that didn't work. So that's the one that was in what would be the master bath if the house was real. Okay, like like a lived-in house, it's like a tiled. So it's all full fledged. It's not a. It's not like a. Like I went to Lowe's and I bought a shower. No, it's and I installed. It's it's a, it's a room inside of the bathroom that you like step over a threshold and you're in the shower area and it's all tiled. Um, and there's, there's a big shower head that just rains down. There's a bench all the way across it. It's all the bench top was marble. It was super fancy. It's nice. Uh, they plumbed it backwards, Uh-oh. which took, so cold was hot and hot was cold, <laughs> but they didn't have dials. It's just the one where you turn it. Oh, you know? And so like, so instead of going all the way, all the way up to get hot. So like I jump in there first person in the morning. So I crank it all the way up to the hot and I'm standing there and I'm standing there. I reach in there like this shit's fucking ice cold. Man. <laughs> I'm standing there and I'm standing like, what is going on? Like just standing outside of the shower, just reaching in there like, nope, still not hot. What the fuck, man? And I'm like, they didn't, did they? Like. So I so I turn it back I turn it like halfway down and it starts to get warm and I was like come on really so then I turned it all the way off and just turned it on just enough that it was full pressure and like god damn <laughs> and then I I go downstairs and I'm like dude our shower is plumbed backwards like yeah so is ours <laughs> so they were all that way <laughs> <laughs> Where there was the, was the kitchen sink backwards? Oh, I don't even know. But then there was there was a, so there were two two full baths upstairs and a bath downstairs. Yep. The other bathroom upstairs. Uh, so this house was like the second floor, all the way around the outside was the the pitch of the roof was part of the wall. Like the walls didn't go all the way up. Yes. Like we were built into the attic, and so the shower in the other. You know what would be the not master bath? It was fully sloped, like it was the pitch of the roof. Why does it look so short? It wasn't very tall. Turns out it didn't work either. Oh, like it dribbled out. Oh, I would say it looks 
like a midget could use and, it. And then they they took like black steel, like wrought iron pipe that you would buy for like natural gas plumbing inside of your house. Uh huh. That's and, a thing. And DIY'd the shower curtain because it People it comes out of the wall and then goes straight up at a forty five degree angle <laughs> and goes up like two feet and then turns another forty five degree angle and it's it's so it's almost like trapezoidal. Yep. It's hilarious. The best part is they're not even even from one side to the other. Nothing was even about the house. That's amazing. Remember last year when when uh, we went down, when I and the others went down, you, again, couldn't be bothered, to oh, Austin, yeah. Texas for Super Lab Battle. Yeah, I won't be bothered. And Jabay got that porn mansion. Yeah. The, the Grid Life crew got that porn mansion, and it was the construction was atrocious. Uh-huh. This wasn't far off of it. Wow. And so, like, Dalton, Evan's now, like, he, he fancies a, himself a contractor yeah, he's, because he's he got guy. hired into some bullshit job that he doesn't know what he's doing, but he can walk the walk. Yeah, and he, and he, and he, well, he claims can, it. Me, he yeah. can talk the talk. I, I question his ability to walk. <laughs> but he's walking around with his phone like it's accurate or something, like checking the level of the house. Oh, jeez. And it was, I mean, it was clearly off. <laughs> you, you, could, could, you could drop a marble and watch it It, it would like, roll <laughs> from one side of the house to the other, for sure. It was pretty <laughs> off. Um, it was, yeah, it was hilarious. That house was interesting. So... It was like freshly remodeled. You could yeah, tell that this say, was looks, one of those. Nice. This was one of those neighborhoods that got gentrified. Ah, you could tell. Yep. It was so, a complete shithole like four years ago. Right. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. And now it's like middle class. Yeah. And people think they're bougie living there. Oh, uh, that would explain why Eman picked it. Right. Exactly. Because <laughs> he's a bougie hipster. <laughs> we'll get into that. Trust me. Perfect. I have things to say, Robbie. I'm glad that we're here. So uh, Friday night we went and ate that burger joint that we went to two years ago. I like, like that burger Metal-themed burger joint. Yeah. Where, um, Did anyone drink a hoppy refresher? No, but they had three non-alcoholic beer options on their menu. I picked a great time to not drink alcohol. Because the craft, three, the craft, right? yeah, the craft it's, beer. Yeah, it's the hot thing now. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Beer, good. Alcohol, bad. I don't agree. I think both of those things are bad. I like beer. Beer is garbage. No, you, it's not for everybody. I, not, I admit that. I admit that. It's not for everybody. It's not good at it's all. Good. It's good. So I guess, you know, I think last time we went there, we all got burgers, and they were yep. huge. Like, the patties were measured in inches. Yeah. They're giant. Yeah, they're, they were big. Yeah. And this time around, Dalton and E-Man got macaroni bowls. Okay. And, dude, like, I think they just, like, take off... Like a two-pound bag of macaroni that you buy at the store, yeah. and they go, "This is your serving." <laughs> so it was like just like a, a popcorn bowl full Dude, of macaroni. Dude, it was it was Eman and Dalton both ate like pretty decent portions of it, and you couldn't tell. Jeez. And then so they gave them these big uh, to-go containers that were literally like. Like, if you go to Perkins and you buy a pie... That's, yeah, that's what I was going to say it looks like, that metal. Yeah, they come in that metal container that has the clear lid, and then you fold the uh-huh. side on top to keep the lid on. That's what they gave them for the mac and cheese, and it almost wasn't big enough. <laughs> it was crazy. That's a lot of mac and cheese. Right, but then they put it in a metal pan thing, right? Yeah. So now, Dalton, <laughs> Dalton couldn't reheat it in the microwave. Nope. So... So he fought. so Saturday morning before we leave, he's in the kitchen with the oven going, warming up this, which, which what turned out to be E-Man's mac and cheese. 
So I think they ordered what well, it looked like the same, but I think Eman's had ham and Dalton's had bacon in it. Okay, some, sounds some right. Minor, small, barely noticeable difference, but Dalton couldn't be bothered to double check. Of course. So he's in there reheating what turned out to actually be Eman's mac and cheese on the stove, which was hilarious. <laughs> Well, it looks like he's just eating it from the stove. Yeah, I think that's probably never what actually happened. never left the stove. No, it did leave the stove. It did leave. Yeah, because he got it all over the table, <laughs> as one does. Um, but so, I get that sometimes you got to spend a little extra money at a place, right? Yeah. Like so, that Kuma's Corner or whatever it's called, it's really good food. Don't get me wrong. Is that, it, that's the burger joint. Yes, it is a twenty dollar burger. Yes. Which is kind of excessive, but as a novelty, that's fine. Yeah. I can do it occasionally. Yes. Because even like that's even more than like if I go to Five Guys by myself. Yeah. If I go to Five Guys by myself, it's not a $20 meal. No. It's pretty close. Don't get me wrong. But I just had a water at Kuma's and it was still north of 20 Let's say because like Zombie Burger would be what I could compare that to. Yeah, probably kind of, kind of a, close. Kind of a niche burger joint. Yeah, yeah. So that that'd be not quite as expensive, but yeah, similar prices. Right. Yeah. So I get it. When in Rome, yeah, that's fine. Like I'll go back there next year. God, we should have brought you to the restaurant that we took you to in that Booney and I went to when we picked up the NPO one in Atlanta. So I'm gonna be a hundred percent with you here, Robbie. I was actually dreading. You and Booney going to PRI. <laughs> the food would have been fucking excellent. I bet I would have gone hungry the whole fucking week. No, there's no way. Because Booney would have taken me to some bougie place that. No. Which we went to. Don't get me wrong. But it would have had food that, I, like, take me to a steakhouse and stuff like that. Yeah, there's food I can eat, but, like, there's weird stuff that he likes to go and eat. No, the, the place we went to in Atlanta, you, you, steak. Yeah, that's I mean, great. You could have got steak. Super in. Yeah, we would, I, we would. there's no way I was going to pay for yeah, it. I swear to God. The last time I hung out with Booney, his wife, because he, like, he needed me to help him move some stuff, so we went to Ames. So okay. I helped him move some shit, and we came back. And his wife had made Korean short ribs. I'd never had Korean short ribs before. Okay. And this vegetarian woman <laughs> made Korean short ribs. <laughs> okay. And I swear to God, it's the best food I've ever eaten my entire fucking it life. It probably is. And all I want to do right now is eat Korean short ribs. I get it. Every day. I get it, Robbie. It's the best fucking food I've ever I'm had sure in my life. I'm sure it is. I have no doubt of that in my I mind. I can't believe it. No doubt of that in my mind. And I'm sure the steakhouse that you guys went to was phenomenal. Yes. But it's a third of my paycheck every week, and it's not acceptable, When in Rome, Adam. No. When in no, Rome. No, the Romans aren't even that wild. I'm not cool with that. Sometimes... You just got to spend the money. I can't, Rob. Sometimes <laughs> the money doesn't. E- <clears throat> we could have expensed it for the podcast. So, so this is what we this is what we call it now, because Dalton, I think, accidentally misspoke. But Ryan and I latched onto it. You don't get paychecks. You get reimbursements okay. because we're living paycheck to paycheck, which means it's a fucking reimbursement. Fair enough. He ain't wrong. <laughs> Those are reimbursements. <laughs> yep. My reimbursement's not big enough for that, Robbie. <laughs> It can be. No, but it's not. We should. That's what we should do with the podcast money. Just blow it out with one big meal, me and you. I, no. It'll be our company Christmas retreat, just me and you. Can't afford to bring anybody else. Separately. No, no, no. Got to be as a team. We don't do anything as a team. Outside of this, right here. Well, I we could have done it at PRI, but I was sick. 
Yeah, uh-huh. sick. That's sick. what it was. <laughs> I'm sick. So anyway, Kuba's, Kuba's is fine. Yeah, it's good. After Friday night, after Kuba's, we tried to go back to the to the carding place. Yep. We got to the carding place. They're like, "Yeah, no, we're sold out." Oh. So they and they didn't even have a grid life event. No. So they scheduled time for Saturday night. Okay. Um, that's really expensive too. Like way more than here. So, uh, I don't think the place here in town does this, but apparently it's a thing that more than just this car track does. Because E Man said that they've dealt, he's dealt with this at his local track too. They charge you ten dollars for what they call a license. I've done that once, I think. I think like they, the first time you show up, you got to pay them ten dollars just for them to put your name in their system. Is what it amounts to. Yeah, I think we had to do that once in Washington, but these were these gas-powered ones that you had to wear a fire suit. They topped oh, no. out at 80 no, miles no, an no. hour. Like, we had to take, like, a class. So, like, last year, E-Man participated in Gridlife's cart battle thing. Yes. Uh, and apparently, that place has gone downhill dramatically. In a year? We're going to skip to Saturday night to talk about karting because we're here now. That's fine. Uh, this year, so it was E-Man... And then Sarah bought, I think they did three races. So okay. it was sixty bucks for um, the. It for was three. It was fifty dollars for three plus a ten dollar license. Yeah, because it, here in Des Moines, bucks. I have no idea what it is. Not on a weeknight here in Des Moines. Because oh. remember, we always went on weeknights. Tuesdays and stuff. We always went on like Tuesdays or Wednesdays. I don't think it's any more expensive on weekends. I just think it it's is so more, hard to get in. No, it is more expensive. It is more, but okay. not. I don't know if it's remarkably. I don't think it's sixty bucks for three races. I think it'd be. I bet it's forty. But we were for paying two. we were paying twenty bucks for two races on weeknights. I thought it was thirty. You had to buy the fifty dollar annual membership, and That's then it's twenty. Gotcha. That's what. But it, was. it quickly paid for itself for as often as we used to go. Correct. Because pre podcast going karting was our Wednesday night ritual. Yes. And then podcasting started, and we basically haven't gone back. No, and that, plus that one kid wanted to have a fight with me, and I decided I didn't want to go back anymore. That's fair. But he's definitely doesn't There's work for there. sure not working there There's anymore. No, I mean, his little brother probably works there. <laughs> but he's chill, I'm sure. I doubt it. <laughs> so anyway, we, we get back there on Saturday night after uh, we ate, which we're going to get back to. Yeah, of course. Uh, and um, E-Man said this time, like it. There was one corner. So the the track has changed. I don't know if you remember. I don't remember this, but apparently there was the slick track, in which the mi- I remember. This is like the oval in yep, the middle. In the middle. Yes. And then apparently there was a banked oval. Yes. I don't remember that. Yes, there was there. Okay. And then, so so this is a dual level track, right? Okay. Yeah. So like when you're, stand, when you're standing on the platform, like a, there's like- Up a, above. Yeah. We can watch. Directly below you at the end is the oval- the banked oval? Yeah, and then to the left was a slick slick track, I think, to the left? Yeah, it yeah. was to the left. The, and the, the so oval the slick was... track is still there. Okay. The banked oval is completely, completely gone. Completely gone, okay. Yeah, and so remember, um, you went across the back of the building opposite of the viewing platform on the second floor. Yes. On the second story of the cart track, if you will. Yep. Uh, and then you had a hard right... And then down the hill, and at the bottom of the hill was a 180-degree corner to get around the banked oval. Yes. Instead of that, it's now a 90, and you go underneath the viewing platform, and then you take another 90 and another 90. Okay. And then go back around and, and then up again. Okay. 
So it's kind of uh, a big C shape on the top and on the bottom now, sort of. Makes sense. Um, so there's way less crashy crash on the downhill. Yeah, they always crash on the downhill. Which is really kind of disappointing. I, I, I kind of enjoyed the crashes. Yeah, it was really good. It was very NASCAR, uh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. So E-Man said with, there was – so right before you – Right before you go up the hill to get on the back section. Yep. Uh, on the top section in the back. All the way, like far it, was a, it was a hard 180-degree corner. So yeah, you're, you're going up the hill real slow. Right. That's the slowest portion of the track. That corner was the only one that you maybe had to lift. Oh. The rest of it you could do flat. That's what it was like in the Ozarks the last couple weekends. Right. I was like, this is so boring. Right. Like, I remember we I went to the one at, up in the, the Iowa Great Lakes in Okaboji, and like... That is not even trying flat. Yeah. Like you just putts around. Yeah. I mean, that's and... not even, I mean that you're not even making the tires stress flat. Yep. No, it's really funny. Cause like we, we were down for Jess's uh, family stuff and like we went to like this arcade thing or whatever. Right. They had go-karts. So we all did it. Right. And it was so regulated, like programmed in. Yeah. So like when you would go down the little corkscrew thing, yeah, it would just break for you. <laughs> like it, like it knew where you were on track and did like all of it like you it, so you hit a top speed at ever at different different top speeds at different parts of the track you never had to break it was the dumbest shit I've ever been so from race one to race two E man had a different cart he was almost two seconds slower per lap on the second race that's oh, how off these carts are that's so frustrating and that, that's like with a cart that you can practically do the whole track flat, flat. and like we were making tons of fun of him. And Dalton. Well, of course. Because, so Sarah did the first race, but then she she's like, I don't have the upper body strength to do the, the last two. So Dalton jumped in instead. Okay. Um, so on the time picture that I have, uh, it says Sarah Weaver. It's actually Dalton. The one where E-Man's last. I just want to note that. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Loser? That was the one where his cart was like he's almost like, two He's se- over two seconds slower than the guy that won. Yeah, his cart was, that was the one where his cart was almost two seconds slower. So that Spectra guy that won, yep, he was the tryhard. You don't say of the of the night. Like he Did showed he show up, up in like a. He showed up with his. So he's wearing like a sweatsuit. So outside, when we showed up outside, there was a BMW there, like a three series Beamer. Okay, yep. I know where this is going. Yep, that uh, had graphics down the side of it that said something about like eleven tenths race coaching or something like that. Okay. Which actually, I feel like, is a terrible name for. Yeah, a race I don't. Coach. I don't want. I don't want. The I don't want eleven tenths. No, I can do that. That's like I've. Well, you know, I've joked about. We should have called this six tenths. Yeah, or, or, or eleven tenths. Yeah. not ten tenths. No, ten tenths isn't accurate at all. No, it's just, we're like barely above average or out of control. Absolutely, that's where we should have been. Yeah, so, but like I don't. When it comes to race coaching, eleven tenths is not what I'm looking for, man. No. No, that's 11 tenths drift coaching. How about that? Uh, even still, those guys are in control. Yes. <laughs> so, but he's where I assume that's who he was. Uh, safe assumption. There were two guys there that were clearly the tryhards. They were not in the same heat. Okay. But I still think they were there together. But I think they did. They chose not to be in the same heats. So they could be winners in each of them. Right. Yeah, so they yeah. could be the winners. Because they're tryhards. Yeah. So the one that was in the in the session that they were in, he had his racing gloves. I see that. And like, so the carts pull in, 
And he's already standing there waiting for the kid to get out of his cart. This one specific cart this that guy. he wants. Yeah. No, the cart that he's assigned. Okay. He's assigned to, like, they, they yeah, have this. Number, number X, You know, YZ next race, through. you're, the, this guy's in cart 22. This guy's in cart four. This guy, you yeah, know, yeah. he is, like, as they're pulling into pit, he's standing there waiting for that kid to get out of his cart. He's that guy. Awesome. And, like, before, like, they throw the white flag, and he was fucking stretching. <laughs> stretching, Robbie. You should always stretch before a For race. carts that you could do it almost flat the whole track, Robbie. You don't want to get a cramp. Stretching. That's the worst part about those tracks where you're flat the whole time because you're like, yeah, you tired. might. Okay, you know what? You're not wrong. I take it back. But he was in a sweatsuit with his gloves, and well, it's because he couldn't wear a fire suit, so he wears a matching track right. suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he had like pumas on. Well, yeah, because he couldn't wear his driving shoes, but he oh. can't. He can't just wear regular tennis shoes, Robbie. No, that's what commoners do, right? And like vans aren't even good enough. Well, Got to be the pumas that look like race shoes but aren't. Not vans shoes. No, puma vans shoes. Puma <laughs> shoes. <laughs> they might have been like Pelotes or something. I don't know. Probably some, some like knockoff bullshit race shoe. They might have been that. I didn't get close enough. I couldn't be bothered. Uh, but his, if, if, his he's counterpart, to, if, he's, if he's driving a BMW, it's for sure Pelotis. His guy, who I assume was his counterpart, was wearing uh, like a windbreaker that was white, red, and blue. Of course it was. But the the BMW they were there in, not an M car. Just a 3 Series. Whack. But I bet it had a red and blue stripe on the grill still. Oh, yeah, for sure. They all do. Every one of them. <laughs> Every one of them. Especially at the go kart track, right? <laughs> oh. But that's amazing. Like, so one of those sessions, I think he did two of the sessions that they did, and then he was gone for their third one. Okay. One of them, he was driving with one hand on the wheel and the other hand sitting on the bodywork, and then when he would cross start finish, he would switch hands. What? Like he'd for every lap he'd switch arms. Yeah, he was like, "This is how easy this is." What? Tryhards, man. I don't know. What? I don't know. I don't understand the left arm, right arm thing. I don't either. I think what he was trying to like project on the anybody the, who would pay any attention to him yeah. was that he was so good that he could be at the top of the leaderboard one using arm. one hand. Or one or the other. Right. He could do it with both, Robbie. Yep. I could do this all left-handed or all right-handed. Right. So he would do the whole lap with one hand, and then when he cross-start finishing, switch to the other and put that hand on the bodywork instead. And he brought his own helmet. Well, of course he But, like... And it's got a, it's got a smoked grill, so you yeah, can't see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so I want to make sure. I can't knock him for the helmet thing. Like, I brought my own I helmet. I always bring my own I'm helmet. not putting one of those nasty-ass rental helmets No, on. that's how you get, like... Funguses. Even like pre-COVID, I'm not putting that no. shit on. Let God, alone no. now when, no. people, when there's sickos. The PRI flu PRI lives f- in those helmets. For like year round. Oh, yeah. It doesn't go away there. Carding it never helmet. leaves. No, no, no. The carding flu is real. Yeah, for sure. Pass. Yeah. And then when he would cross checker, you know, like nobody slows down. No. Right? Yeah, you just drive through. No, he was doing like a two-tenths cool down lap. 
bro. <laughs> and his name was Spectra. 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 Yeah. All right. So, carding was fun. Oh, yeah, I mean, they they still went out there and they enjoyed themselves. Uh, Dalton almost killed E Man. That sounds right. Um, they were three wide going. They they came up the hill, which uh, like Dalton and E Man both like you could see them slow down going up the hill. So we were joking about how they were fits going up the the front straight at Road America. Just- uh, yep. There. yep. They're like, are they gonna make it? Are they gonna make it? Yeah. <laughs> Every time we're just like, this is the one. Nope. They still made it. Damn it. So, but they were three wide. Like the first lap, it was uh, Josh, who was one of the Petrol Box buddies. Yep. That came with. They brought a uh, um, Josh, who we met two years ago. Yep. And then a new kid who was his name was Liam. He was 24, but he looked every bit of 17, and I made sure to make fun of him the whole. Like I told the, I told the waitress to make sure check his I, card. Yeah, make sure his ID. I'm pretty sure it's fake, and he's like, "Are you fucking Because <laughs> it's an out of state ID. <laughs> Why does this have fucking letters in it? <laughs> I got that one before because yeah. out of state ones with Iowa, we have, we have letters oh, yeah, in our, we have in our driver's ones, numbers. Yeah. yeah, they're like, ah, oh, you have Z's in this. <laughs> No, it's real. I <laughs> it's really my number. Yeah. So, um, but I think it was E-Man or Josh on, on the inside and then E-Man and Dalton on the outside and they went to try and take a corner that way <laughs> and Dalton ended up like somehow getting the front of his cart like under E-Man. Yep. Like Dalton had to duck and like pull back to not get smacked across the head by the back Jeez. of E-Man's cart and E-Man thought he was going to like roll nose over flip the cart <laughs> like he braced for flipping that cart onto his head Jeez. and somehow managed not to. <laughs> probably best that that didn't go out that way <laughs> so despite the fact that the carts were god awful that didn't stop them from almost killing each other which is it's, it's good I mean, yeah it is. yeah so, no, karting was still fun. It just it's wasn't all, as it's good. A, as, it's always fun. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't as good as it could have been. And so that's that. That's also exactly how karting always goes. Generally speaking, yeah. It's, it's I like, always thought that we had pretty good time. The, yeah, the carts here were pretty good. Like in general, we had a pretty good time at the karting track here in Des Moines. Yes, it always was good to us. Yes, until we stopped going as a group. It's, but it's been quite then, a f- and then right. it went to shit. It's been quite a few years. And I question how, like, because at one point during COVID, they were literally making posts on their Facebook, like, if you guys don't show up, we're not going to be we're on the stage. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna die. Like, if we don't get this many people through the door today, we're not opening tomorrow. We just can't. Yeah, I do remember. And that. so, like, I wonder how far downhill those carts have gone. Oh man, they were somewhat inconsistent towards the end there. I remember yeah. that. Yeah, that was frustrated me. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there's always that one try hard though, you know, every time. Yeah. Cause there was always like, uh, on the leaderboards here, there's always like the Stig and yeah. you know, like, you know, these fake names or whatever. It's always yeah. the same ones too. It's like always like every week it's the same yeah. guys. Yeah. But that then was, again, they always saw was, our names too. That was Josh Jones. Josh Jones was, he would show up there and kick our asses and then, no, no, no dude. He, he would also do it when we weren't there. Yeah. He would show up at like. Two o'clock in the afternoon because he worked night shift the night before. Yep. Show up there by himself and do like four races alone. Yep. That was Josh. Then we'd have to try to. That's match who you're that. racing with. That's what, yeah. That's what we'd have to match his time. Two days later. Oh, Josh was here, number one on the board for a long time after his bachelor party. I had, uh, I had the timesheet where I beat him at his own bachelor party. 
What a on dick. my fridge. I, I would have saved that forever. We, I, when my fridge died and we swapped fridges, it didn't make it to the new one. Shoot. Now it's covered in kid art, which is way less interesting. Yeah, you're such an adult. You're telling me. I have the same Christmas cards from like four years ago. Yeah, I, just, I just never changed them. We do too. But uh, so Saturday after PRI, um, we were getting ready or it was time to eat. Right. And so we're, of course, we're very disorganized about where we're going to eat. But why? I mean, just because we're humans. But you guys are organized enough to schedule go-karts. Well, that was because we went there the night before and were denied. And they said, well, you guys can schedule for tomorrow. And they said, yeah, let's do that. Okay. So um, at first, E-Man and, and his – so during the convention, we pretty much were separated entirely from the Petrol Box crew. It was me and Ryan and Dalton, and then they were just gone. Yeah, actually, business things. Uh, we're here for funsies. Tom Foolery. Yeah. Right. Good word. Yeah. I like that. Right. So, um, you know, we pretty much just communicated via text messages and stuff like that. Or video calls with me. <laughs> I knew E-Man missed me because he called me three times. Dalton spent a ton of time talking to you. But E-Man instigated it. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, E-Man called me twice, not in the group, and then called me the third time in the group. I'm aware. So. <clears throat> so, um... But we left on Saturday quite a bit later than they did because they actually left when the show shut down, whereas we stood there and talked to Jabay and a bunch of other Grid Life buddies for like 45 minutes. Of course. Um, and then by the time we left, we couldn't get out. So we sat in the parking garage for like an hour waiting to finally get out because we're six stories up. Right. And everybody's trying to leave at the same time. So by the time we finally got out, they had decided where they wanted to eat. And they and so we get back to La Casa de Petrobox. They said, this is where we're going. And they sent us an address. And we just left, right? But they had a full truckload. So we had to take two vehicles everywhere we went. Right. Because there were five of them in, in E-Man's truck and then the three of us in the Camaro. Right. And so we just type it into the GPS and leave. And we realize, like, oh, these motherfuckers want to go downtown. Yes. Of on Saturday Of course night. they do. And, like... <laughs> That would have been so. <laughs> would have been fine if you. We were... left the convention center, spent an hour waiting to get out of the parking garage, drove to La Casa de Petrobox, which was only a few minutes away, That's five not... to seven minutes. It was a simple, easy drive. But then turn around, went fucking like a block away from where we just were, and we'd have to repark all over again. And like, you know, it's an nobody's called this place, so we don't have <laughs> we don't have reservations ahead of time. You know we're going to be sitting there waiting for an hour, waiting for a table big enough to fit seven people Uh right after PRI has shut down a block from the convention center. Uh We're not getting seated tonight. Nope. So Dalton and and Ryan and I are like, peace. We're not not doing this. We'll just go find something else. And so they then they – I don't know if they ever even made it there or if they just said – to heck with it. To heck with it. We'll go somewhere else. And, and But we were like like on fumes in the Camaro and downtown Indy. There's or, not a gas station. There's not a gas. So we were like, they're like, well, what are you going to do? Like, well, we're first we're going to go get gas and then we'll figure out what we're going to do. And by the time we had gotten gas, they sent us an address to another place. Okay. And I type it in and it's Brewdog, 
who is a GLTC car sponsor. Yes. They have, there's a GLTC car that has a, a BrewDog sponsorship. It's based in whatever place it is that Eman lives over in the Middle, Middle East. East. Yeah, I thought so. Uh, they have like a, um, a hotel there that apparently has like shower beer. I don't know if it's on taps or if there's like a fridge in the in the shower or something, but there's something along oh, those lines in yeah, the shower. Yeah, at, at, in the hotel. In the hotel. Yeah. And like, I guess it's like $400 a night, but it's all you can drink basically. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah, he was telling me about that. But I was like, okay, fine. Like they, they, they sponsor racing. Like how bad can it be? Yeah. Let's go. That sounds fun. I'm surprised it wasn't his first choice because, because he's all about like, you know, Columbus based this, you yeah. got to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why I, I figured that'd be the only. Well, I don't know if go. they knew that it existed until oh, they started looking. He, for he other talked stuff. about it, but I. But so, I don't, but know, I don't if know if he knew that it was an indie, right. Or if he just knew about it being in Columbus or wherever it is that he lives, right? I refuse to learn it, because <laughs> Ohio is just Iowa, but east of here. Yeah, basically, it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. There's Their cities are a there little bigger. There were some conversations that I we I cannot repeat on the podcast <laughs> because it might offend somebody. Why? In a in a way, I don't want to offend somebody on the show. That's fair. We don't want any real hurt feelings, right? I just want people <laughs> to pretend they're mad at me about their fucking mustangs. <clears throat> anyway, we show up at this brewdog place. It's fucking like it's it's in the same area as Kuma's Corner. The burger oh, that we went to the yeah. night before. It's roughly in the same like district. Okay. Which I think is also a gentrified yes. oh, district. Hundred yeah. percent. Super hipster. Bougie. Super bougie. Yes. Yeah. We show up there. Fucking empty. What? There is maybe I think there were two other tables with people seated at it and maybe one or two people what at the What time is this? Eight? No. We early? Maybe it was eight by the time we finally got settled in because so the the convention shut down at like four or four thirty okay I would say we probably didn't leave there until five or five thirty which means we didn't get back to La Casa de Petrol box till probably six or six thirty so yeah maybe by the time we did all the bullshit and the regular yeah, rolls right. it's probably eight ish okay for eight. sure uh, we also when we left the convention center that night um like everybody was trying to turn left, and so we said, "Fuck it, we'll turn right, right, and we'll just figure it out." And it happened to go by a White Castle, which Dalton had apparently never been to before. So we had to swing through the White Castle and get a couple sliders, that, as, one, as as you do, as one does. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't blame you for that. Right. So, uh, but anyway, so we went back. So we went to this brew dog place, and like you know, that's fine. I support it. Yeah, Ray, yeah. They they do race car things. I don't know what's at Brew Dog. They do NA beers, but they have food. Yeah, supposedly. Fine, let's do this. So I sit down and she hands me what they called a menu. It was like a piece of paper. See, like when we were at Road America, we stopped at that. Uh, I can't, I'll never think of the name. Yeah, I know. Um, but that I know re- what you're talking about. Yeah, and that that had a one page menu. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How was it? Compared uh, to that? This was similar, but, but. they used words that I don't like. So one of their burgers had arugula, which apparently isn't just a noise that old timey horns make <laughs> arugula. I That's what that is, Robbie. I can't tell you what arugula is, but I, I, I yeah, 
Well, and, and so I'm like, what the fuck is arugula? And they're like, well, it's kind of like lettuce. Well, then put lettuce on. <laughs> it's not lettuce, though. It's like calling aioli. It's not aioli. It's just fucking mayo. Okay? <laughs> Stop trying to make it something it's not. That's exactly what the restaurant was, though. It's aioli and arugula. Everything. Right. And, again, it's a north of $20 burger. But, was it delicious? It was... If this is this a picture from it, I would take Bebop's over this if Bebop's cost the same amount of money. So this picture you posted. So that picture is for a reason that I. I so again, I don't drink beer. That's the burger you ate, though. That is the burger I ate for twenty dollars. For twenty dollars, it was um, shame. It was not a very good patty, like thickness that, wise. That looks was, like that looks like that looks like a Walmart bun. Yeah, it wasn't anything special. It wasn't like, so Kuma's Corner is a pretzel bun. Yeah. Like, that is a perfectly acceptable Applebee's burger. I wouldn't even go that far, based on the picture. So, um, the fries were pretty good. They look seasoned. I'll give it, but they, they like, got that going for you. They had uh, what they called cauliflower buffalo wings. Oh, yeah, it's just, it, yeah, it's not it's not chicken. It's, it's no, cauliflower. That's why, it, but that's not a wing, Robbie. There's no bone. It's cauliflower. We're back to the boneless wings thing, Adam. I'll eat the boneless wings. So, but they like, they when we got there, they had already ordered, because apparently they're rude in Ohio. Who does that? Yeah, that's what I said. Who orders without the whole party being there? That's what I thought, too. Especially Robbie. when they invited you. Right? Selfish. That's, I, I'm glad that we're on the same page, Robbie. In Iowa? When I invite we're some, Iowa nice, Robbie. Yes, when I invite you to dinner, yeah, I don't have half my food done by the time you get there. God, I would hope not. I would wait because Lord knows I'm going to be late, Robbie. If anything, I will have a drink order. Oh, that's perfectly reasonable. I will be sipping I my ex- drink. I it wouldn't. Be, ex- it might be water. It could be. I would coffee. never it, have expected them not to be sitting there with beers when we arrived. Totally acceptable. But having already had appetizers that were half gone and their orders in for food by the time we showed up. Ordering appetizers early so that they're there by the time you get there, thoughtful. <laughs> Having it half gone by the time you get there and cold, not thoughtful. <laughs> so when we get there, they're handing us, they're like, here, try these cauliflower I would, buffalo wings, right? I would eat that. And like, I'm already sus about this because they're rude enough not to wait for us, but they're trying to give it to me. It sucks, Robbie. Yeah, They don't want to eat it. Right. But also it's buffalo, so it's spicy, so I'm not fucking trying it anyway. Oh, yeah. But Ryan and Dalton was confirmed good? my suspicions. Were they good or no? No. Dalton. I'm sure the okay. texture's different. So, let me preface this. As as people's longtime listeners are well aware, I wouldn't have what you call a refined palate. This is a fair statement. Right. I'm not, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to claim that I do. I'm not saying I do either. But I don't think that Dalton does either. Absolutely not. Dalton wasn't into it. Take that as you will. I've never had cauliflower. I, I be, I'm, I'm down to try it. So here's my stance on, on these things that they that like the vegetarians and stuff like that do, where it's like the Beyond Meat burgers or like that's so weird. Is if you just advertise it as a veggie burger, I might actually be more apt to try it than if you advertise it as a meat substitute, uh-huh. because I'm just Midwestern and like just conservative enough for that to piss me off. <laughs> 
I would rather just <laughs> you have know what the, I mean? just give me the black bean burger just and call, call it, it call it what burger. it is, Ravi. And then I might be I'm. Don't try to tell me what it's not. Yeah, I'll eat a black just bean burger. It's tell fine. me what it is, and I'm more apt to try it. Yeah. Don't tell me it's a replacement for a hamburger. Tell me it's a black bean burger, and I might try it. Yeah, I'm in. But when you're like. Oh, it's it's just as good or better than burger. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, don't lie to me. I'm just, just conservative enough for just, that to piss just, me just off. Tell me, just tell me what it is. <laughs> so, um, so we we sit down, and the lady comes and she she asks for our orders. I'm like, oh, I'll just take water because like we've been walking around this thirsty convention center all day long. I'm not going to drink a beer. I don't really need soda at eight o'clock at night, and I definitely haven't drank enough water this weekend. So I asked for water. So what does she bring me back with everybody else? Shot glasses. Fucking shot glasses for water, and then a pitcher. Oh, to be fair, that's not a shot glass. That's like what you would take a du- like a like if you get a double of uh, Jack or whatever. Yeah, so, like I mean, if it's, you it's, get it's a whiskey like, on the rocks. Yeah, you, and you, it doesn't look like you had any rocks. No, because I try not to. Honestly, you don't like the rocks. Just leave those in the pitcher. Okay, they're hard to drink around. That's fair. Like the water, yeah, there's, there's some ice in there. And when it's when there's four fluid ounces of water in the <laughs> cup, it doesn't take me long to finish it, Robbie. I'm like literally like wasn't even taking my hand off the pitcher. I was I was like this is fucking pointless. And like <laughs> at one point, I'm sitting there laughing so hard because I'm so annoyed by the situation that all I could do was laugh about it. Yeah, of course. Because if I didn't laugh, I was going to rage quit and walk away. <laughs> that I couldn't even pour the water because I'm sitting there laughing like about how fucking it. stupid this is. That they can't just give me... Like, the cup that the fries came in was taller than the water glass, Robbie. It's a, I know it's it's a proper a bre- coffee cup. I know it's a brewery. I get it's a brewery. But not everybody who goes in there what, needs what? to leave drunk. Somebody's got to drive them home. What glasses did the beers come in? Full size ones. But the waters didn't come in full size. No. <laughs> in fact, Ryan asked, "Can I try a beer?" Because of course they have yeah samplers. They have the the or, beer uh, the beer menu again. I get it's a brewery. It's a the beer menu at least twice, if not three times, as long as the food menu. Of course, I get it's a brewery. It, I, I'm still annoyed by it, Robbie. But Ryan's like. It's bougie, so they have all kinds of weird shit in there. Yeah, beers. of course. Can't just give like a milk stout beer. and oatmeal right. stout. Yeah, and like one of them that Ryan ordered had apricot in it. Yeah, what is that? It's a thing. I've had those. It's weird, Robbie. But Ryan's like, "Can I try this first? Like, because I don't know if I want. A full- yeah, I don't. I don't want fourteen dollar beer. What does she bring the sample in? Same fucking thing. I get my water in. That's what. <laughs> what is this crap? I used. To, I remember when I was drinking. I used to do. Uh, what are they called? Flyers? No. They're like a shuttle. Like you come with like six of them. Yeah, a little yeah, shuttle. yeah. Yeah, know. that's basically what these cups come on. Or what these water cups they gave what me. What were those called? I don't know. It's like nah, a sample not, pack. Yeah, I, I, can't I know remember. what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. Dude, I've never been so annoyed by something so insignificant in my life. <laughs> I, yeah, I guess I can see in the picture that there's a full-size beer glass. Yeah. Next, and then you have three of those gla- uh, water glasses stacked right, that's up next Dal- to it. That's Dalton and Ryan's because they asked for water glasses too. They're like, worthless, yeah. Yeah, they're not going to drink out of them. <laughs> and like, I was like, I should just drink out of the pitcher. Yeah, everyone else is drinking beer. Yeah, who cares? That's too bad. But no, at that point, I had to be the pain in the ass. And like, so I'm literally just pour, drink, 
poor drink. Like, I'm not even taking my hand off the pitcher because at this point I have to prove my point, right? Yeah, exactly. Like this, so dumb, Robbie. That's hilarious. Yeah, that is disappointing. I would expect that food to be pretty good. Because again, usually, it wasn't bad. Usually those bougie places have, have pretty good food. It wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. It was it was perfectly good food, but it was overpriced for what I got. That'll in happen. In my opinion. That'll happen. But like then Saturday morning, we, you know, we got to go eat breakfast. Yeah. We can't just go to fucking McDonald's and grab a cup of coffee and an egg McMuffin. No. We got to go to some bougie fucking coffee place <laughs> that's on the first floor of what used to be the Coke factory. Of course. And I got a bacon, egg, and cheese sandwich that came on a ciabatta roll Oh, that was like, you know, three by four square and a small bottle of bottle, mind you, like not... It wasn't fresh squeezed orange juice, Robbie. It was like, like it was uh, fucking minute made. Yeah, minute made. Buy it in a six pack at the Hy-Vee or at the Walmart. In, in the bottle. In the bottle. You didn't even get a glass. No. It cost me ten dollars and twenty three cents. Shame. I could have bought two egg McMuffin meals for that kind of money. <laughs> And the and the orange juice glass would have been like a gallon, right? They would have gave me a twenty four ounce orange juice with that, not a six and a half ounce orange juice. Was the sandwich good though? It was good, but it wasn't a ten dollar sandwich. We got you paid three dollars for orange juice. Oh, at least <laughs> did I have a side? No, just one sandwich, just a sandwich. Sometimes with an good, egg, though. a slice of cheese, and two slices of bacon on it. It was predominantly bun. Oh, shame. That's too bad. I remember the gas station back in Hull. That was like the best. Yeah, yeah. Those are good. Those are good sandwiches. They were yeah. like three bucks. <laughs> it would have been the same thing. I, E-Man claims that he doesn't live like this every day of the day, of the week, but I know that's not true, and I don't understand how he makes ends meet. <laughs> it's $20 burgers every lunch. And I like I know he's going to get ten dollars worth of coffee at some fucking conflict free coffee shop because he did post on Facebook because it had it was like all ice and he complained. I think that was him. That was a sheets. Sheets. That's, that's what. That's it was. like uh, that's like a chain restaurant. Yeah. No, it's a gas station. Oh yeah. It's kind of like a Casey's, but it's a little bit more intense. Like you walk in I there. I've been to a sheets. So I'm pretty sure. You know, like how the new QTs have kitchens, and you can walk in there and make an order, and then yeah, a few yeah. minutes later they'll hand you that. You can do that with sheets, but like you can get hot dogs and hamburgers and stuff like that from them, and they're like wild and crazy. Oh, okay. Like I, they had them in Pennsylvania when I went there years ago with Katie and her family, and I went in there with her dad because he was like fucking pumped about it, right? Like, like, like this, the Bucky's of the North, right? Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> It's, it's the Casey's of that end of the country. Like when you come here, you got to go get a slice of breakfast pizza. Yep. When you go there, you got to go get a Sheets burger or a Sheets dog or whatever. Okay. You, so I got a hamburger that was like a pizza burger. Of course you did. <laughs> I like pizza burgers. I really like pizza burgers. They're great. Uh, but it was two mozzarella cheese sticks. Oh, like deep fat fried ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, on a, on the top of the patty with with like some tomato sauce. On a, and, and then the bun. I'd eat that. It was great. I would eat it that. It was awesome gas station food. Yeah, I'd eat that for, for gas sure. station food? Killer. I'm I support in, the Sheets Life. I'm in on that. <laughs> I support the Sheets Life. They were... So, I, like, 
they were talking when we were trying to figure out where we were going to go eat for for breakfast. They're like, oh, we got to get coffee, right? Like, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. And like, of course. yeah, they were talking about like, oh, we could go to the you know, there's a Starbucks like right down the street no. and stuff like that. And and uh, Dalton, I, I'm thinking, sitting there thinking to myself, like, how far do I got to drive to a start to get to a Starbucks at my house? Like, there's one in Ames, so it's it's like say ten to fifteen minutes away. Yeah, but I'm like. Dalton. Hey, Dalton, where's the closest Starbucks to your house? He's like, oh, uh, Sioux City. No. So it's an hour away. There's not one in Lamar's? Uh-uh. There's a scooters in Lamar's. There's yeah. not a Starbucks. Yeah, he's at proper hour then. Yeah. 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 And Liam, the, the 17-year-old kid, <laughs> refused to accept he's anything but 17. Married real young, apparently, because he's only 17. 17 years. married? He's already married, man. Wild. Kids these days. I'm telling you, man, Kids don't, don't do days. it. Don't do it. Don't even think about it until you're, till you're 30. Don't even think uh, about it. He was like, dude, I I could drive five minutes in any direction and pass at least one Starbucks from my house. Like, that sounds awful. That, yeah, that's a lot of people to be around. <laughs> like, It's funny because every time that that group of people try to get me to understand why they want to live where they live. Yeah. Like all the things they try to describe to me as as cons or as pros, I put in the con category. 100%. That sounds awful. Yes. I used to have to drive to Sioux Center, which was a solid 30-minute drive from Sheldon, yep. from my hometown, to get to the closest McDonald's. Yep. That was, for me too, but it was only 15 minutes. When, when we went skating, like when we went on road trips for skating... We would purposely go to places that had McDonald's because it was an interesting treat for us. We didn't get it, ever. Right! We had Pizza Ranch. Stop. Right. (laughs) And Pizza Ranch has great chicken. It's the best chicken. It's the best chicken. The other day, I went- apparently really triggers people who have never been there. Who's a cold Pizza Ranch? They have pizza, too. Uh, Yeah, supposedly. The other day, Jess came home from work, and I had gone to Winterset, and I had bought- a plethora, 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 yeah, of chicken uh-huh. and pizza, yeah, and potatoes. For show. She was so pumped because it's the best chicken. Do they have a drive-through in Ames now? Nice. So I can get like uh, a couple pieces of chicken for me and the potato wedges, which I fucking love. That's so good. And then Katie, and then I can get Logan his little mini little, little pizza. No, he wants pepperoni. Well, so they they give you like two slices. Oh, they don't do the mini pizzas no more? No, they do the two slices of pepperoni ah, pizza. That's fair. They just pull them off the buffet table. Yeah, of course. Which, fine, whatever. But he's happy. I'm happy. We're going home. Love it. Life is good. We have talked about food a lot on this Which, show. I did a lot of eating this weekend. Perfect. That's what PR is about. Uh, a few props. Props to Ryan for finally actually stopping somewhere on a road trip and no. allowing me to get uh, th- things that I need to sustain myself from point A to point B. Yeah, I was very proud of him, very appreciative of him. Going to shout it out here to hopefully like It'll continue. Stick. It'll stick. Yeah. Up. So he doesn't. You don't, you don't have to drive from when it's full to when it's always right. empty. You can stop in the middle and like yeah. I assume he really had to pee, and that it wasn't actually. <laughs> you know for what? Me. You, should, you know, you know what, what? I don't even care. You know I what you should do is every time you go on a road trip with Ryan, you should bring like a, like a six pack of something delicious and be like, "Hey, man, you want to you want this? Oh no!" And then make so, him drink it. So to be to be that guy this time, I took uh, so I have like a big lunchbox for work. Yeah, like a big one. 
Yeah. Like you can easily fit a 12 pack of soda and some sandwiches in my lunchbox. It's a proper lunchbox. It's a fucking lunchbox. <laughs> because every once in a while I'll go real overboard on the meal prep thing and I need some space. Okay. And so I brought that with like five or six cans of Mountain Dew because I knew in the mornings I wasn't going to get any. Because even if I even if I was traveling with considerate human beings, there's like no place to go. Yeah. From where we were staying to where we were going. And I didn't like. I need caffeine in the morning. It's just a requirement. Yeah, it's an addiction. I understand. Yeah, I, I have a headache. I'm not proud of it. I have a headache in the morning if I don't have my right. coffee right not away. Not proud. I, it's just a fact, Robbie. I run on coffee. I get four hours of sleep. I have coffee in the morning. That's how I live my life. Right. Don't fucking ask me about it. Right. And so then I brought, I brought like a couple of cans of Mountain Dew, and then we went grocery shopping like one or two nights before. So I bought a box of Cheez Its and a. Like one of those, you know, those like rip open cookie uh, trays. It wouldn't be a grid life type event if you didn't have a box of snacks. Like, right. Like proper. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. So I brought cakes. Yeah. Cookies. Yeah. So I, I got the ones, the ones with the Reese's pieces in them. Oh, those are good. The peanut butter cookies with the Reese's pieces. Life, Robbie. I think everyone that's listened to the show is realizing that we're doing this over our dinner time, <laughs> and we haven't eaten since like noon. <laughs> so, so like we get in the car, it's like I don't know. We left at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Maybe it was even later than that. I think it might have even been later than that. But apparently, Ryan hadn't eaten anything yet, and so he was like, "Man, you know, I'm, like I'm actually getting kind of hungry." And I was like, "Oh, bro, I got you!" And so I gave him my cheeses box, and him and, Ryan, and Dalton put like three quarters of that cheeses box away in 10 minutes she's just gone yeah, yeah and then um the next like we would get in the car we'd be like driving from point a to point b or whatever and i'd be like cookie <laughs> <laughs> and like on on friday we get out of the uh we get out of the um the convention center and Dalton's like man i'm i'm pretty thirsty i was like Gotcha, bro. And like hand him a Mountain Dew. And he's like, man, it's kind of nice having a dad with us. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. I did my Dewey. Good for you, man. So. Yeah, I was good. I ran into a few fans, a few listeners. Uh, talked to a few of them for a little while. It was lots of fun. I did try to go to some of the booths that you had asked me to. Uh, yeah. I couldn't find half of them that you asked me there for. There was only a couple I asked you to. I know, and I don't think there was an AEM booth there at all. Oh, yeah. Um, and uh, every time I went by the transmission guy, can't even think of it. Sadev. Sadev. Uh, the place is packed. There's always like because everyone's doing sequentials. There's now. a group of people talking to uh, Sadev Revs every time I walked by there, and I didn't want to slow everybody down and stand there for 15 minutes waiting for to ask for questions. I don't really know that well. Yeah, that's fair. So I decided most of those questions you guys had could be taken care of in an email. So I'm going to let you deal with it. You're not wrong. I tried though, Robbie. I, I really genuinely did. That's that's all I ask, really. So I think we got most of the. The general questions that we have are because I found a Formula Three manual, yeah, it's the same transmission, and yep. it walk it walks through the rebuild process. Cool. So really, all we need is the tools. That's fair. Unless Boone doesn't trust me to do it myself, in which case we'll send it off. It's his money. It's just a transmission. Spend it, Robbie. Yeah, it's just a transmission. Apparently, he can he can spend it on two hundred dollars steaks whenever he pleases. So what's the difference? 
God, a $200 steak sounds amazing. I'm sure it is amazing, <laughs> but I don't think it's worth it. Life is worth it, Adam. <sighs> you know what is worth it? Eyes Up Auto Art? Eyes Up Auto Art. I can't remember my hotkeys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, hear my mouth. Oh, gross. Gross. Whose is it? Dog. No. Cat. Ah, it is dog. Well, duh. <laughs> Can we just as I don't know. Speaking of dogs, so if you need to have a picture of your pet painted, Isaac Auto Art is your guy. Uh, if you want a picture of your or painting of your Datsun or a painting of someone else's Datsun. Someone else's Datsun, And you want it on your wall, hit up Eyes Up Auto Art. That is Eyes Up Auto Art. Um, Instagram, Facebook. He posted this uh, painting the other day. It's a Peanuts Automotive Adventure. It's got a Rottweiler and some pistons. And I will admit I'm impressed. That's cool. With the the dog part of the painting. Right. Because remember earlier in the year I made a comment about have, having him paint your uh, friends and your family and your pets. I've never seen him actually do it. It's just always cars. Right. Look at look at this. It's really I, good. I called this. I it's predicted really this. Good, I predicted this type it's of really talent. Well done. So if you uh, if you need some wall art, it's not too late for Christmas or any occasion really. There's no code. Eyes up auto art. You should definitely do it. Or if you want to have like a sketch done and then you paint it yourself, he'll do that too. I'm saving that for a snowy day. Because the Z's going to be back together here real soon. Uh-oh. And then I'm going to have nothing to do besides sim race and paint and read. Could be worse. i got a lot of reading to do. Could be worse, Robbie. Yep. But yeah, he's he's honing his craft. He's getting better every single time. I think, like I'm, I'm truly impressed with how good his paintings are. So, eyes up out of work. You got anything? Uh, no. no you don't want to rile him up? I feel like I... Oh! I feel yes, like I I've do. done a pretty good job of it this No, week. we got a good one. We oh, got, you do? I got a good one. All right, let's wrap this up All then. Right. So they say uh-huh. that uh, your phone says a lot about you. Okay. So the hot take is based on what is your lock screen and your wallpaper. Okay. What is your wallpaper and your lock screen? My lock screen is my son when he was like three. And my wallpaper? No, he was like two. He was even younger than that. My wallpaper is my Omni still. Okay. Why? Well, they say that the things on your phone, uh-huh. it shows what's most important to you. Okay. Jess did some um, training at, at work and they... It was like a get-to-know-everybody thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had everybody go through their phones, and then they talk about, um, like, what's their lock screen and their wallpaper. Uh-huh. And it shows a lot about them and their most important things. And I, bu- I bought this phone. Yours is the factory default, isn't it? It is a factory default. Because you're a murderer, Robbie. <laughs> so the lock screen is, it's like this sand thing. So it moves, like, a, when I unlock the, when I see, a, it's like a oh, sand Jesus. thing. Christ. And then I, I I unlock it, and then it's the it's it's the default screen. I've had this one what two months now. I mean, have you ever? Was the last phone any different? No, I'm going to assume not because most modern phones, when you log in, they pull that data. Like I haven't changed mine in years because it automatically puts it on my phone again. No, my phone is 100 percent a tool that I use for. I want to say communicating, but I try not to. I don't want to talk to people. But 
yeah, it's just a tool to me. So I don't really care enough about personalizing it. But I suppose that probably tells you a lot about my personality right there. <laughs> that says a lot about you, Robbie. Like you're a murderer. No, I don't. Like there's probably dead people in that room back there. No, you'd put them before. You, if you're gonna put bodies, you're gonna put them below the floor. You're not just gonna put them in a room. That's your utility room, isn't it? Yes. See, dead people. No, they're not in the room. Well, they're not gonna be under the carpet, Robbie. There's. It's, I, there's then you have to take up the carpet. There's put no, them in the, under the floor in the utility there's room. There's no carpet in there. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm aware because it's a utility room and I've never seen one carpeted. That's true. It's weird that there's like a drain in the middle of the... Yeah. I'm joking. But yeah, no, I don't change the background of my phones. That says a lot about you, Abby. Yeah, I just don't care. Clearly. But because Jess came home because it's like a picture of the dogs and that one right. of them might be a picture of us. Yeah, I'm sure that one of them is a picture of the dogs and the other one is a picture from your wedding day. Probably. Because I know Jess well enough to know that. Yep. And I, and she, they, I think that's like the common thing with all, yeah. the, with all the nurses. All the girls. And like the only one that was that didn't have something like that was someone that, like I think she was new to the country and like like it was like had hadn't had her phone very long. She was still like still on the default lock screen. Jess was like, she was the only one. And I was like, the odds of me changing this, Jess, are almost zero. Like, every once in a while, there's a picture of the Z that I'll, I'll think looks good enough that I'll I'll put it as the background. What is your what is your profile picture on Facebook? It's the picture from my wedding with Jess. I I, I don't change it. Okay. I changed the cover picture because that, that picture of the Z from Road America was really good. Right, right. But it I'll go years. Yeah, it's it's been well. I did the same. Mine hadn't changed in years. I recently changed mine because we did family photos, and I got to take a silly picture with Logan. Right. I I thought of it too late, but I should have done the Lion King. Oh, that'd been good with Kaylee. That'd been good because that would have been funny. But I forgot about it. Maybe at Christmas. Well, that was for the Christmas cards. No, at Christmas you can do it for your profile picture. I mean, I suppose, but then they won't be professionally taken. Yeah, but the new iPhones, you know, they're they're quality cameras. That's not you're not wrong, Robbie. So, How's it, what's it like? Do you love Android Auto? <laughs> Still haven't used it. <laughs> I haven't gone anywhere. You go to work every day, Robbie. I just listen to the radio. I don't even use my phone. I haven't listened to the radio in yeah, since I got you, my yeah, new you, truck. You drive an hour to work since I got my new truck. I won't even drive like. 10 minutes down the road in my work truck without plugging my phone in so I don't have to listen to the radio. Oh, I don't care. Probably. The only time I don't listen to the, or I do listen to the radio is if I have a newer coworker with me. Oh, yeah. If yeah. he's an older, if he's one we've had for a while and I'm, and we're like acquainted pretty well, I'll, I, we're not still, we're still not listening to the radio. You can listen <laughs> to my shit at that point. But if you're a new guy and I don't know you that well yet, I'm not going to make you listen to Dinner with Racers. No, that's fair. Oh fuck! I do need to catch up on those. Maybe oh, so good, Robbie. Yeah. I usually save that for like mowing the lawn and like you know racing weekends. So good. So, but no, like yeah, I don't listen to the podcast unless I get to listen to at least most of it. Right. So I don't listen to it fifteen minutes at a time. Right. I can't do it. Yeah, I get it. So yeah, I haven't used it yet, but I will probably. All right, Robbie. Let's tell them we'll see them next week and then not. Uh, remind everybody to head up Apex Pro. We used a, a couple of our fans used our code this week. I Hell really, yeah. really, really appreciate it. Um, also, it's really cool to see that you guys are getting into data. This is the way to go. I do. We are professional. We are professional podcasts. Adam. Oh shit, Robbie! We are professional, professional podcast. Why are we a professional podcast? Because I have an ad read and everything. What?
Oh, Jesus. Hold on, I gotta get past my lock screen. Jesus Christ. I wasn't ready for this. Clearly. I didn't know where I would have said, hey, Robbie. I forgot about it. Damn it. Oh, oh, okay. Apex Pro is the official motorsports app of 10 Tenths Podcasts. Download the app for free and utilize your phone as a lap timer and data logger to record your track and autocross sessions. There is no change. Oh, sorry. Should practice. There is no charge to download. Additional features like the predictive timing display, video filming, and rendering are available for purchase within the app. Look into the Apex Pro Gen 2 hardware for more capability and sophistication. Take advantage of the free Apex Pro app on your next driving event. Download it today on the Apple Store, and they're working on an Android app as we speak. Oh, Robbie. So you should download the app for free. No code. Get to use it all you want. It's and a good then thing if you, you got that new phone, or the Android app probably wouldn't work anyway. I don't care. About, I got the I got the specific phone for that. Oh, that's right. But yeah, Apex Pro Gen Twos. Uh, it's amazing. Very sophisticated. You can use all sorts of different features and uh, like the crew, the crew view. Crew view. I was going to say crew chief. That was wrong. Crew view. You can see live data. It's Every time awesome. I remember to use crew view. At a grid life event, it was one that was so swamped that my phone wouldn't work. Oh shoot! And so then I tried to open it and I couldn't. Like, oh, it's frustrating. Yeah, use the code uh, ten tens apextrackcoach.com. And Merry Christmas, and oh. we'll see you next week. Oh, okay. <laughs>